0: I know that you're a Jersey girl inside 4am at a diner stop singing living on a prayer I'm thinking maybe you're a Jersey girl with all those highlights
1: in your hair No other girl can move like you We put our fists and right it's true
0: Good luck we're all counting on you thanks i need it good morning everybody this is shelly your mouthy mama talking trash and truths and this is coffee and chaos with T3 that's me what a hell of a week it's been jesus all right so it is 8:01 a.m. on the east coast september 29 2023 and i have gotten four notifications throughout the night telling me flood warning we may have power outages flood warning we may have power outages and it's not going to stop raining until about one o'clock in the morning tonight so if I'm suddenly gone that's because I lost power uh which means I lost internet which sucks uh, so if anything whatever today's show is Houston we have a problem Houston, we do have a problem because I found out some very interesting things last night. But I want to say hello to you know everybody to the to the family, Rabbit. Good morning, good day. Uh, cool gamer, hey, what's up? How you doing? I don't see anybody else in there, but then again, Streamyards hates me. Uh, it says three, I only see two people. So if you're lurking, hello. Okay, so this week has been jam-packed full of stuff. And what I wanted to talk about today, I originally wanted to talk about how your life can spin out of control. You know, sometimes one you let one thing go. If you have, like me, (laughs) avoidant issues when it comes to very stressful things, then, you know, things can pile up. I don't normally let things pile up, and I didn't this time but there were things that I avoided that I probably should have looked a lot closer at. And I just, I was making too many decisions. I had too much, you know, on my plate. And I said, you know, these guys are professionals. I'm just going to leave it up to them. And, you know, they'll take care of me because that's their job. Apparently not so much. And we're going to go over some of these little revelations today. Amelia sparkles. Hello, lovey outpost nerd Mm, hello 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 i'm trying not to say the m word because i really i'm i've been in a really good mood for a really long time (laughs) great hi honey um so you guys know that like i've been on this personal journey to be able to talk about my childhood and it you know, it started out with Gary Lamb, you know, pushing, 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 pushing until finally I like just broke down. And, you know, it was like a whole it's been a group project, to be honest, because I told winning, winning told Gary, Gary pushed me. Then, you know, winning had to be there to pick up the pieces for that. So I told him some more. And then I like I told the the group some more and I came on here and I told you guys some more. My mother, no, actually, it, it was all about my father. Um, and that, well, it was partially about my mother. I had to blame her. I can't let her get away with it. Like, I, I get... Grammy, I know that you would feel this, but. I can't blame one parent. I've always blamed one parent, but there's a whole bunch of people who dropped the ball While raising me. And I think they all need their, like, time in the spotlight. But what I'm saying is, like, I I was moving through all these different emotions and different stages, taking a step at a time, step at a time. But I was determined to get this over and done with because it felt like, the, I mean, this has been ho- over my head for over 40 years. And I was just like, I just, I got to get there. I got to be able to say it. I got to be able to make it real, face it, whatever. And it it was crushing. I did it on air Wednesday. It's out there if you want to see it. It says trauma breakthrough because I said things I've never said. And I realized I didn't have to reveal the details to reveal the feelings that it that it brought up, the trigger that was always there that now isn't there. I can look up and Am I nervous about looking up and seeing what I saw before? Yes. But I can picture that damn vent. And I can picture the trees and I can picture the sky. I could hear the kids, you know, playing on the beach. And (laughs) I'm okay. Before I couldn't even breathe if I did that. So yeah, I, I, I am so goddamn proud of myself this week and it's just a lightness of of being I feel like I just shrugged off like half the worries that I carried all of my life and it's just amazing it really is an amazing feeling and I couldn't have done it without all you guys and without you know Gary and winning especially winning because you want to talk about somebody holding your hand through it. He sat in the backstage through that whole thing, quiet, which we know not a winning trait. Uh, And he just, you know, silently gave his support. He didn't white night. He didn't say, Oh, well, you know, I'll talk for you. None, None of that. It was just, all right, I'm here. You can see me. And I got you, you know, like, and that's what he did. And that I, I really appreciated that. I appreciated everybody that stayed in the chat. I appreciate everybody who gave any kind of like encouragement and then, you know, celebrated with me the fact that I didn't have to do this anymore. I didn't have to carry this. You know, I didn't have to be angry about it anymore. And he can't hurt me. He just can't dead or alive. It doesn't matter. He can't hurt me. So, yeah, I was, <laughs> I'm still a little giddy. Um, Amelia said, cold and dreary here again today, but hope you all have a beautiful day. I'll be listening. It's just, it's very like, leh here. It's so dark. Um, but yeah, that that was an amazing day. And I didn't care that there were only a few people, you know, in chat or whatever. It actually made it easier. It made it a lot more intimate. And I was able to be brave because the people that were there I knew were super supportive, you know, just like people here. But nobody really comes to my chat who's an asshole. I mean, you know, none of you come in and just start spouting things or whatever. You're all, you know, very respectful, very caring, very loving. And each one of you has wisdom that I don't, just like I have wisdom that you don't. And I love that we... We can help each other in that way. Now, yesterday was something different. You want to talk about spiraling out of control. So for those who don't know about my physical condition, um, I apparently had Lyme disease way back or whatever, and it went away because, you know, it ran its course and that was it. But it lays dormant, you know, dead in your system. And I took this weird thing that reactivated it. Yes, I took two of them. And then it was just, you know, an additional one after that. So three. And it progressed from, you know, a little muscle weakness to a lot of muscle weakness to... Hey, let's give her lymphedema and make sure she can't walk. Oh, that's great. That's great. And then let's try to kill her. So that that was my, my whole last year and a half, right? I went from being normal me, you know, running around, doing whatever I needed to do to being stuck in this goddamn house on a multitude of pills. And I'm not entirely sure... Grimsboro, he said I'm a little teapot short and stuff I mean what are you trying to say because I don't think that's you I think that more describes me (laughs) I mean I I blow my top all the time Um, but Grimmy you'll appreciate this I was talking to um, I was talking to Winnie and I don't know why it came up oh because the pharmacist sent a delivery boy over with my with my scripts and i was talking to him and all of a sudden somebody's at my door and i was like oh shit somebody's at the door and usually that's a bad thing um but this time it was you know like i knew who it was and so I, you know my kid went and got the script at the door she brought it to me and i was reading them off and he was like wait you i was like he i said you yeah, know my cholesterol pill he goes wait you take a cholesterol pill?" I was like, yeah. He goes, it's not a statin, is he? And I was like, what? I didn't even know what the hell he was talking about. So we go and look up Lipitor, um, which, you know, I probably shouldn't have said, but oh well. So I'm whatever. I'm taking cholesterol medication. I've been taking it every day for the past year and a half. They started me on most of these pills in March of 20, was it 2022? No. Yeah, March of 2022. And it was like right before my birthday. And as soon as I started taking these pills, I started getting like wonky test results like my mammogram oh we see all you know these masses and nothing like freaking me the fuck out so I have to go for this ultrasound whatever they found a mass they you know they ultrasound it I have to wait while the doctor looks at it and then they come back and they said oh the doctor said it's fine it's just a you know it's a benign um swollen lymph node okay Nobody wanted to answer my question as to why I had a swollen lymph node, but okay. I'm going to kill this cat. Get down, you. I know you want to see the rain. No. So he's going to wind up pulling down my blinds and I can't afford to put new ones up. So I'll just have to try harder. Um, I got sidetracked by the cat. All right, sorry. I have a list though so i know i'm following the list so we start looking up like you know the cholesterol medicine He was like i hope it's not a statin and of course it is of course it is Because why else would i take anything else so i was you know i'm arguing with him going no i'm sure it's fine it's whatever and he was like just you know basically do what you do can you just look it up so i look it up and i was like all right yeah i'm taking that okay He's like, all right, read. Crap. So I'm not going to see chat for like a second because I can't show what I'm reading on the thing because I'm afraid they're going to like smack me down. But it says before taking this, right? Now, this is just the cholesterol medicine. At the very top of the page, one of the first things it says... Is who should not be taking this medicine? Anyone with, are you ready? Hyper, I mean hypothyroid disease. Anyone with asthma? Anyone with muscle cramps or spasms or muscle weakness? This should not be taken by anyone who has ever had muscle weakness. Really? Because that's what I went to the doctor for. And this is what he prescribed because, oh, your your cholesterol. Is my cholesterol has always been the same. Always. My whole life. That's just a family trait. It never affects us. We don't have not one person in my family, on at least my mother's side, that had like a heart attack until they were in their late 90s. I think I'm okay. So it's like, <clears throat> it's okay. So they give me this. Okay. Tell your doctor or pharmacy if you're allergic to blah, blah, blah. Da, da, da. Do not breastfeed. That's it. That's a, you know, a red flag for me. Because if it can't be given to, you know, like another person, if it's bad for them, why is it good for me? I get age and everything else, but it's diluted by the time it gets there. And it's just like, mm. So it says that the side effects are joint pain forgetfulness, memory loss, confusion. These are the common ones, the not so common side effects, but the ones you experience if you have asthma, thyroid disease, okay. Muscle pain, tenderness or weakness. Lack of energy, nausea, extreme tiredness, weakness unusual bleeding or bruising pain in the upper right part of the stomach yes hello uh itching which i don't know if you guys know drives me insane drives me insane difficulty breathing swelling of the face throat tongue lips eyes hands feet ankles lower legs that's just this one okay that's just this one and that was a daily that i had to take so put that on the side okay so i said all right you you convinced me of like this one thing uh all right so we move on he goes what else are you taking Endural. which again i probably shouldn't have said but um Okay, so I take that. What do you take that for? From the tremors. Oh, okay. Let's read about it. All right. It's used to treat tremors, hypertension, and other heart or circulatory conditions, which I don't have. The only heart condition I have anymore is a slightly like, well, I say slightly, (laughs) that's not what he said, uh, an enlarged left ventricle right which could be a problem later on but he doesn't think it's new like the cardiologist said that it functions just fine once he did all those like really invasive like stress tests and everything else the ones that made me sick to my stomach he realized oh that's she was probably born like that and it just grew with me uh same way my lungs have like limited capacity i was just born that way you know i was born dead so they stuck together and it's fine it's never gotten you know it's never done anything to me but i do have um asthma and i do smoke and every could suck it because it's like all i got left um so anyway let me just check on you guys make sure you're all good (gasps) Inya, hello. Inya, Inya, Inya. They tried to put me on statins, told my doctor no. Yeah, well, you know, I didn't know. I don't know anything about medicines. I i was raised to trust my doctor. You're like, oh, the doctor looks out for you. You would think that after getting the, the jibby jabby thingy that I would say, oh, I don't trust any doctors. But this happened in conjunction with the you know it was around the same time let's put it that way uh hi everyone good morning they probably get money or kickbacks from giving that crap out oh wait they give that like candy and i think it helped ruin my mom's life absolutely when i read everything that it could do oh my no honey i knew what you meant when i read oh my god i was so upset So we moved on to the, you know, the one for the tremors. Okay. It's also used to treat or prevent heart attacks and to reduce the severity of migraine headaches. Okay. But I only got migraines when I got my friend once a month. And I had stopped getting my friend for a year. So I didn't get migraines. So there was no, you know, benefit there. Now I get my friend. Now I get the migraines again. But they're not nearly as big. like this last one knocked me out but it didn't like make me up check all right so it is a long sustained long acting sustained release capsule taken once daily um i take it three times indural three times a day uh you should not use this if you have asthma very slow heartbeats, a heart condition, um, such as sick sinus or AV block. Uh, This can mask symptoms of hypoglycemia in diabetic patients and use it only as directed before taking it. Do not take if you have asthma um, or any kind of whatever. It's safe for you, but tell your doctor if you've ever had Bronchitis, emphysema or other breathing disorders, a thyroid disorder, again. Problems with circulation. (laughs) Kind of like a clotting condition that makes my legs swell up. But anyway. Or if you smoke. Now, I've never lied to my doctors. They know what I smoke, exactly how much I smoke, and they knew I smoked weed as well. So it's not like that wasn't revealed to them. They knew. Now, what happens with the side effects? You have slower uneven heartbeats. Yes. Um lightheaded feeling like you might pass out? Yes. Wheezing all the time. Um I actually thought it was the cat the other day. And it's only sometimes. Like I'll I'll be like I wasn't even, like, smoking recently. Like, what the hell? Uh, Sudden weakness. Vision problems. Loss of coordination. Yes, yes, and yes. Cold feeling in your hands and feet. Yes. Depression. Confusion. Hallucinations. Do we all remember when I used to hear marching bands? I still hear things. Like, my son is like, you said I was yelling. Ma, I was asleep. But I heard you. He's like, no. No you really didn't (laughs) like that (laughs) that wasn't me um you get headaches dizziness more anxious and it can (laughs) cause dizziness tiredness nausea trouble sleeping insomnia all these fun little things right what other drugs will affect it let me check the stream help Excellent stream health, good, so they're not gonna not gonna kick my butt uh, Hi Caitlin. We're going over the the pills that I'm you know I've been taking for the past year to one year and a half, and I'm not happy so this causes um what interacts with it any kind of antidepressant uh heart or blood pressure medicine okay medicine to treat an infection commonly known as antibiotics uh medicine to treat whatever disorder steroid medicine which would be uh like the um the corticosteroids or whatever Um, and non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs such as aspirin ibuprofen naproxen Uh, and then a couple that I didn't take but I was very big on Advil and naproxen Aleve so nobody said don't take this and I was taking two different antidepressants (laughs) and something for my blood pressure I took all these things that I was not supposed to take and they weren't supposed to interact with these and nobody said anything so that's just the one that I was supposed to take three times a day. Do, uh, do, 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 which I only took once a day, just so you know, because I was taking so many things. There was no way I was remembering. It was, I will take things once a day and that's it. So let's see. Oh, and then they gave me, of course, a faxer. Again, I wasn't supposed to say it, but whatever. This is definitely not going to be a monetized stream. Uh, In fact, they may even spank me for it, but whatever. So I took that. They gave me that. It's to treat major depressive disorder, generalized anxiety disorder, um, social anxiety disorder, panic disorder, and Something else. I forget what else it was supposed to be. Oh, um, because I had unaliving tendencies. And I had a lot of compulsion to do so. So, they gave me Effexor. Um, and then they upped it. Like, five months ago. Well, yeah, five months ago. When all I could think of was unaliving myself. And so she added to this one. You should not take it if you have any type of uncontrolled glaucoma. Now we know they found glaucoma in my right eye. And I was like, bullshit. It's bullshit. Because the doctor was just such a dick. I doubt he found anything. He just wrote that shit down and was like, yeah, it sounds good. Um, you should not take it if you take any kind of like MAO inhibitor, blah, blah, blah. Okay, some people have thoughts about unaliving when they first start taking it. Okay, I already had thoughts of doing that. So this probably wasn't helping. Um, This, tell your doctor if you've ever had any kind of high blood pressure, high cholesterol, um, any kind of lung disease, glaucoma, thyroid disorder, Sexual problems, bleeding problems, low blood levels of sodium, uh, liver, kidney disease. I mean, I've had, like, so many different things because of this crap. And it goes on on to, like, say all these things that it does, right? So you're not allowed to take it with any kind of, like, anti-inflammatory. Okay, so what can happen? Uh, You get blurred vision check. You start seeing halos Check you get like this cough and trouble breathing check you get weird bleeding oh i don't know like your period coming back or something like that i don't know maybe not maybe not but maybe it does say abnormal vaginal bleeding well yeah okay uh stiff rigid muscles yes confusion yes tremors still got them Taking this for the tremor. Well, I took the other one for the tremors. Still got the tremors. Uh, doo, 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 doo. Common side effects: headaches, yes; dizziness, yes; drowsiness, yes; tiredness, yes; ringing in your ears, yes; feeling anxious, yes; sleep problems, yes; uh, blurred vision, changes in. What does it say? Dry mouth, uh, increased sweating, or sex problems. I don't have the increase well no i do have the the night sweats good god but that's only like once a month and it was like all right but yeah so these these are all like things that it can do to me and then it says like you can't take certain things you can't take fentamine okay you can't take tryptophan you can't take saint john's wart you can't take tramadol did we remember that I was on tramadol for like a month after I came home from the hospital okay uh, can't take amphetamines okay can't take like it'll interact with any other antidepressant okay I'm on that too um uh, medicine to treat mood disorders yep migraine medicine okay like all these different things And I'm just, I'm stressing out because now Winning and I are going over all these things. And he's getting, like, I was just stunned, but he was just so mad. He was like, do your doctors not talk to one another? Apparently not. Uh, Rabbit said, my doctor hates me because I question him. He has one week on new beds for side effects to pass. Then I discontinue them. Yeah, no. I get it. I, I totally get it. So we're down to what? Mind you, she, like, increased the Effexor, which I shouldn't keep saying, but she increased that drug, and she should have been decreasing it, but no, she increased it. And then they increased the Gabapentin, which I was also taking, right? Again, shouldn't have said it. Oh, well, I don't give a fuck. Increased the Gabapentin, tripled it, not doubled, The hospital tripled it. I was kind of okay on one 300 milligram, even though it still made me confused and I didn't know that's what was making me confused. But when I went into the hospital, they tripled it. Do you remember my 15 minutes of gibberish every couple hours? Because that's what caused that. That wasn't the bacteria eating away at my brain. That was this drug. So they kept it at two a day when I came home. I only took one a day because when I took two a day, I would just like I couldn't talk. Like I just, I'd just be throwing out like oven, mitt, you know, like turf, whatever, just whatever words entered my brain, they came shooting out of my mouth. Because this drug, this drug is used to treat seizures, nerve pain from shingles, and restless leg syndrome. Okay, all three things I don't have. It works on the chemical messengers in your brain and nerves. It's a form of a group of medicine called anticonvulsants. Now, I'm on the neurotinin or neuron. Neurontin, I guess. So, um, different brands of GABA are not interchangeable. So, the one I'm on is used to treat pain you may have from shingles, um, nerve pain. It is also used with other seizure medications for partial onset of seizures in patients three years or older. I don't have any of those problems. But here's the warnings. It can cause life threatening pro- breathing problems, especially if you're already taking medicines for a breathing disorder or if you already have a breathing disorder, which asthma, hello. This can make you drowsy and slow your breathing, which, you know, we all know that slow breathing, you go to sleep and you don't wake up. Um, some people have thoughts about unaliving while taking this medicine isn't that funny i'm thinking of unaliving with this medicine they're giving me another medicine to counter that and that other medicine also causes an increase in unaliving tendencies i've already proven on more than one occasion that i'm willing to go there so why why are these doctors fucking with me all right, so you have to stay alert to changes in your mood or symptoms. My mood or symptoms, like the roller coaster that I've been riding for the last year and a half, making me think I was crazy. Uh, okay, so let's, we could even move on from that. GABA will cause dizziness and drowsiness, which can lead to falls, accidents, and severe injuries. It's been, what, a month since I since I like keeled over in the hallway for no reason, but okay. Before taking this medicine, tell your doctor if you have breathing problems, depression, mood disorder, drink alcohol. They didn't even bring up alcohol, so it's a good thing I don't drink. Uh, History of drug addiction. No, just nicotine. And If you are a day sleeper, which y'all know I am, or work a night shift. Okay. And then it If you have unaliving tendencies, blah, 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 blah. So what could this do? I'm trying to get there, but it's a really long page. All right. These are the serious side effects. Drowsiness, dizziness, weakness. (laughs) Problems with balance or muscle movement. Okay, I have all those all the time they're literally a daily thing i'm just gonna check stream here real quick uh and you said holy crap they went from 300 to 900 with nothing in between yep yep if you ever get to hear what i sounded like in the hospital oh my goodness and it would last about 15 minutes of me going please stop talking to myself because i couldn't My brain was completely detached from like my consciousness. I had no control over my mouth. None. Uh, Outpost nerd. Doctors are egomaniacal control freaks. I went to the dentist for some issues yesterday and he looked at me two seconds and said bye. I got nothing from the guy. Maybe, you know, I, I don't know. Nerd, you need to like go to like a dental school or something and let them work on you. Uh, And you said it can also raise your blood pressure and make you overeat. It didn't make me overeat, but it did raise my blood pressure in the hospital. And it stayed high for like a while. And then I went down to two a day. But I did that. And then I automatically switched down to one a day. Uh, Okay, so I can get rid of the effects here. Uh, So the GABA. Here are the more common side effects chills, which I get all the time, body aches, tiredness, headache, swelling of your legs and feet, you sons of bitches, trouble speaking, hmm. vision problems, dizziness, drowsiness, tremors, problems with balance, all the things that I'm taking other meds for, okay, So I'm taking meds to counteract the natural ones that I had, and this is going to increase their likelihood. But okay, I wondered why the tremors didn't go away. I wondered why I was always dizzy, why I'm still so tired. They got me on like, how many pills was I taking a day? Nine pills a day. All right, then we go on to Flexeril, which they gave me to take three times a day. 20 milligrams each. Okay. Uh, Let's see. You should not take this if you have a thyroid disorder. Yes. Heart block, no. Congestive heart failure, no. Heart rhythm disorder, no. Recently had a heart attack, no. Do not use if you have taken any kind of MAO inhibitor. Before you take this medicine, tell if you have a, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Some medicines can interact with this, causing a serious condition called serotonin syndrome. Be sure your doctor knows if you also take stimulant medicine, opioid medicine, herbal products, medicine for depression, mental illness, Parkinson's disease, migraine headaches, serious infections, or prevention of nausea or vomiting. Please tell your doctor if you've ever had glaucoma or problems with prostate urination or liver disease. None of those. I mean, the glaucoma supposedly, but I don't believe it. Not healthy for an unborn baby. Um, not known if it affects your pregnancy, whatever. That would be nice to tell people. Uh, addictive. It's addictive. I don't want it to be addictive. It's not addictive as in an opioid, but because it alleviates pain, people tend to overuse it. Guess what? My doctor told me, if you take two together, you can fall asleep a lot faster. Yeah, the permanent kind. But I did try it and I did sleep for like 12 hours. I woke up feeling like I was turning inside out, but whatever. Common, you know, the most common things, drowsiness, tiredness, headache, dizziness. Okay, so there's that. What drugs will affect it? Tramadol. Hey, I'm on that too. Remember that? I was on that for the longest time. Any allergy meds? Any cold meds? Medicine for stomach acid, like, oh, I don't know, Pepto or Imodium or whatever. Um, Pepsid. And if you have, if you take bronchodilator asthma medication, I not only have my emergency pump, I also have the nebulizer that I use if it gets really bad. So all these things I'm not supposed to be taking. So now I'm aggravated. I was like, is that it? He goes, is that it? Is that all you're taking? I was like, well, no. Like there's the levothyroxine, which is for the, the thyroid, for the Hashimoto's. I can't, i over here. I would sit for hours with you. While you were in the hospital and just listen to you. I know, I just on Discord, that is, I know, I just rambled because I don't remember any of it. I don't, I don't remember any of it. And you said, Holy moly, if I take that, I'll just fall asleep anywhere, coma style. Yeah. And he had me taking like two. They wanted me to take three a day, three a day. Like I could just be zombified all freaking day long. Um, Alpo said, no, I don't need to go to a dentist school. The doctors I see need to do their damn jobs. I'm just saying dental schools tend to be more thorough because they're learning. And so they really want to know what's wrong with you because, you know, that's their grade. When somebody's being graded on something that they have to do to you, you're going to get a better performance, okay? I wonder if the stripper school, I would love to go and just sit in the audience. Imagine the freaking the stops they have to pull out for you. Okay, so here we go. And you said, what else are you taking? The levothyroxine. Okay, melatonin. Why are you taking melatonin? Because I can't fall asleep. All the sedatives that I'm on. And I still can't fall asleep. Like Okay. Sleep aid. Yep. So I was taking over-the-counter sleep aid and it was on the list of three of the things that you're not supposed to mix so we had one nine pills every day some a couple times a day nine pills no vitamins because the doctor didn't recommend any vitamins no extra protein because the doctor didn't recommend protein for my muscles or for whatever, no plan at all to like get me on my feet. Right, they gave me a band, sent me home with a bunch of scripts, and that's it. So now I'm down to two pills. Um, I'm. I didn't quit the GABA real quick. This this is the last week of the GABA. Um, we did like. Two days of three quarters, two days of half, two days of a quarter, and then, like, nothing. So that'll be a thing. But I stopped all the others. So I'm not entirely sure what version of me y'all are going to get in the coming weeks. But it's going to be more me than it's been. Hopefully my thinking will be a little clearer. Or a lot clearer, because that would be fucking nice hopefully the swelling in my legs decreases a bit because I kept going over it in my head and I didn't get swelling. I didn't start the lymphedema until late late October in 2021. All right, no, 2022. A year ago, basically. Um, It's going to be a year pretty soon. This is the damage that it's done to me in less than a year. It almost kills me. <laughs> um, I laugh because I'm still here. I'm very hard to get rid of. Nerd said, oh, I see your point now. Doctors don't cure. They treat for the money. Exactly. If you go to like dental schools or like op- optometral schools, whatever the fuck they're called, um, eye doctor schools, these, these people tend to be more thorough because they're not getting a kickback. They're still interested in learning how to diagnose somebody. So they're very like, it could be this, it could be that, but they're not on their own. Rabbi said, my lymphedema started after my last heart attack. My lymphedema started when they put me on the Enderal and the, um, the Lipitor, because they started them together. And they didn't start them at low doses. So. And that's when like my. My insomnia went insane. Insane. And I never made the connection. Never. Um, and the more things they add. The worse the lymphedema gets. And it's like you know. Y'all are killing me. Like <laughs> literally killing me. And. I t- I, I, was, I was blown away that all these doctors, specialists, by the way, and pharmacists and everything, like nobody saw this was a problem. Not one person said, hey, you know, we're not treating what's wrong with you. We're treating what we think is wrong with you. But we're just treating symptoms here and there and giving you a different pill for every little thing. Okay. So now begins the process of cleaning my system out of all this shit so i have done what i never do i took somebody's advice and i ordered you know vitamins that i wanted that i where i thought my need was so just a general vitamin for like older 50 like over 50 because everyone's like you know I'm 49 I might as well just get the one that's over 50 it had a lot more of the the nutrients and everything that I was looking for and it's plant-based it's not you know like hopefully it won't be crap Uh, but I bought that and I bought uh, creatine to take to build up my muscles because I I just I have to be able to move around I need to get moving Cause I need to get the hell out of the city. I want to go and I don't want to go to having just, you know, the same life in a different location. That's not changing my circumstances. It's just changing my geography. And that sucks. Like, I don't, I don't want to be held back. I'm not that person. You know, my kids are grown. Like Connor's getting there. He's going to be 17 in like a month and what a week katie's 28 yeah i need them to have lives i need them to you know go out go go fail go do whatever Yeah, and i need to not worry about it because i'm so like oh i want to shelter them for that you know what sometimes you just got to let the fucking chips fall where they may and i feel like i'm getting to that point I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my kids. I would do anything for them, but I think I'm doing too much. I'm just too, you know, helpful, I guess. But one of the things that I wanted to do was to take control of my life again. You know, I don't want everybody else having control over me. I don't want these doctors to be able to just pump me full of Just all this crap that's going to make me feel worse. Because let's face it, I don't feel better. You know, the antidepressants, they didn't work. Oh, I feel low. Let's increase it again. Like, how about we talk about the problem? Stop throwing this shit at me that makes it impossible for me to think. For me to go over anything. I'm very smart. For me not to connect all these dots... On my own is disturbing to me because patterns is what I do. I find the patterns, I find the connections. You know, I don't stop at surface level, I go on a deep dive and I find out everything. And none of that happened. And I would say online, like I'm I'm skipping time. Like I can't remember things that just happened. Yeah. And I'm losing days and I'm losing this. And you remember when I had the one stream where I just kind of disconnected and lost it because I couldn't control what I was saying. I freaked out and I don't like that. I am a very, despite what other people think, I'm a very controlled person. Yes, I can be very impulsive, but as far as my outward reactions, I was always very controlled. Like I'm not going to go and put myself out unless it has some sort of effect. For the most part, I'll just watch everybody or I'll make you laugh. But everything else, though, it was weird. It was weird not feeling like I had control over my own speech. You know, it was odd. Every time I'd stand up, I'd be like, oh, my God, what is wrong with me? Because I'd just go, woo. Ooh, everything would just spin and it was it was different from like just standing up and getting lightheaded. you know when you stand up to fish, you're like whoa that was cool but you're just like all right I like that this is not cool this is oh my god I'm pitching forward and I hope I don't break my teeth that's the kind of feeling that was I just feel like if she would have pushed me to talk about my father. You know, I wouldn't have needed any of those things because I feel fucking amazing. It's not even that the drugs are, you know, gone. they're not. They're still in my system. But the thing with my father, oh my god. I feel like I don't know, like somebody opened the cage and said, "Go ahead, run." And I finally could. You know, there was nobody after me. I was just running for the sheer joy of it. You know, I I was on the move and I was, what's over here? What's over there? You know, now my curiosity is just curiosity. It's just shit I want to know about. You know, is it stuff that can trigger me? I don't know. I don't think so. Does it still bother me? I mean, yeah, of course, anybody, you know, bothering kids, that's going to bother me. But I won't take it as a personal thing it won't trigger me I think it'll piss me off a lot more than it'll like make me go like I can't deal with that like I feel like I could deal with anything I really do I feel like I could deal with anything right now and it's because I have I have a path again isn't it weird we were talking about paths and that was my roadblock. Not only was my father my roadblock to continuing down any path, he was actually keeping me from creating one, from choosing one, from believing I deserved one. I have to forgive that that kid that went through all that. Because it wasn't her fault. It wasn't. She did nothing wrong. The only thing she did that, I guess, set the universe ablaze was be born. And it's fine. You know, things happen to her, they're over, they're done with. He's not around. He's dead. And he can't hurt her anymore. And he can't hurt me. And he can't hurt my kids the only way he could hurt me or my kids is if I allow it. If I let that memory choke me to death. And I'm not willing to do that. I told you guys, what I realized was that it wasn't um, technically an event or a memory that was holding me back. I literally simplified it down to it was a thought that I was stuck in. It was a thought that looped. And hurt, but it was a thought. And I was afraid of it. Like I've never been afraid of anything in my life because that fear was instilled in me. So, I mean, it's not like I just woke up one day and said, Oh, I'm afraid to think of this. No, like it was crafted that way. I was manipulated, you know, my whole childhood into feeling that way and feeling shame and everything else. And fuck that. I didn't choose to freaking, you know, do inappropriate things with the child. I didn't choose to, like, abuse my daughter. I didn't choose any of the things that he did to me, that anybody did to me. that Carlos, my husband, like, anybody. I didn't choose to, like, be physical and be violent and, you know, make sure that I always felt like I was crap. Just like I don't choose to be petty. And go around insulting me or whatever like that's whatever man do you if you need to step on other people to feel good about yourself go for it i can take it it's fine but i'm not doing that i'm not doing that i want to like make people better you know i want them to have a place to go that's safe where they can talk and not be ashamed I want them to know that my door is always open. Just shoot me a message and we can chit-chat. And if you need me to just listen, say, I don't need an answer. I don't need advice. I just need somebody to listen that I can say the words to. I don't need your sympathy. I don't need, you know, sounds of like, you know, camaraderie, like, oh, like, I don't need any of that. I just need you to listen and be okay afterwards. And I can do that, but you just got to tell me because my first instinct is to nurture and I, oh, it's okay. I want to comfort. I want to console. And some people don't need that. They get that from others. They want to be heard. I get it. I feel invisible most of the time because it's just so easy for people to block me out and that's cool it's okay that they can block me out all they want I'm gonna keep talking I'm gonna keep saying my truth everybody else's truth I'm gonna keep fighting the good fight I will do what I need to do to get the message out there that you're okay it's not your fault in fact I think I'm gonna make some merch that says that I think I'm going to do. Not my fault. It's not my fault. And it could be funny. And it probably will be. Or it can be meaningful. Or it can be both. You don't know. I don't know. But I think I'll do some merch like that. Because it's not your fault. I can't control what other people do. I can only control how I allow it to make me feel and I have allowed people carte blanche to make me feel a certain type of way all the time my whole life, it's not recent it's my whole life trying to please everybody else trying to make everybody happy at the cost of my own security, my own sanity you know, at the cost of my voice, my real voice. Because that was what that was when I was talking to my father, even though he wasn't here. That was me. That was me telling him, you son of a bitch. I know what you did. And I know why you did it, you petty, bullshit little man. And fuck you for doing that. Like, you, you got no power here, Bubba. None. So, fuck off. That was me. And I meant every word. I don't give a shit what he did anymore. That's so far in the past. I, I, so much has changed in the last, like, literally five decades. And yet, I carried that the whole time. For what? What did it serve? But I couldn't deal with it. I didn't know how to deal with it. And unfortunately, people that I went to for help didn't seem real interested in like making that come out either, because why do the work when you know you could put a pill band-aid over it? right? Or two or three or nine? You know, sure. It doesn't matter that all these things combined are going to make her feel like absolute crap. Let's do it. But I took my life into my own hands. I took back control. I took back the reins. And I have support for when it gets really difficult. I have the kind of support that I need. You know, it may not be everybody else's cup of tea, but it works for me and it makes me feel safe and protected and I'm a lot of work now I have tried to not be a lot of work before but you know what if I'm going to wind up as something better than what was before it's going to take work and it's going to take work of everybody The same way I would happily put work into you, making you, you know, see your potential, see the good things that I'd say, see everything from a different perspective so that you can twist it and turn it and make it your own and get through the goddamn day and not just exist, but live. I haven't lived in so long. You know, I haven't gone on my adventures in forever. I haven't hit that gas pedal and... Just cruise at 110 for the longest time. I haven't just laid with somebody and just looked at them and said, you know, like, I just want to hang with you. Like, it's just, I'm so glad, you know, you're here. I don't like seeing people. I was never like that. I was always out. You know, I'm the hugger. I'm the fun one. He said, Oh, you want to have a wild night? What's Shelly want to do? Oh, hell, let's go down to the beach and cause a ruckus. Well, why not? Free, fun. And I knew the cops, so we wouldn't get in trouble. But we always had a damn good time. You know, what else you want to do? I don't know. Let's go down to one of the old piers and hang out. Okay. Let's go reminisce here. Let's go do this. Let's go over so and so's. Come over to my house. We'll hang out, whatever. It was always. it wasn't constant because I need a lot of alone time like I need my people my little group and then I'm good but every once in a while I'm like all right we gotta like do this I gotta see like tons of people and whatever just so that I have you know I keep that social awkwardness at a minimum (laughs) because I could be extremely socially awkward um I just, it's been so long since I've had fun. Since I've read something and enjoyed it. Since I've watched a movie and really been like, that really tickled me. Like even most comedy just kind of was hitting surface level. I wasn't feeling comedy like I used to. Cause that's my favorite thing in the world is to laugh. And if I'm not like laughing from the depths of my soul, then I'm not me. I mean, I laugh at life. I have always laughed at life. These little lows that I've been getting that aren't so low and, well, they aren't so little. Every time I get them, they give me more drugs. Why? Like, is it something in my brain that you're trying to fix? Are you just trying to mask the problem? because i can tell you i since i said that about my father i've been so at peace it's so weird because like i i can sit there for hours and not say anything but it's not it's not melancholy it's not kicking my ass it's me just being me and being calm and not having to fill the silence with something you know it's i was watching um like all these different videos yesterday and i was getting just one idea after another after another after another for new streams and like i came across this guy that i believe um Either Gary told me about or Jacob Pete, or maybe was, I don't know, Tody G. I don't know. Somebody told me to look him up. And I looked up um T D Jakes, I think his name was. Yeah, T D Jakes. And I am um, I watched a whole bunch of his videos, and he just he made so much sense to me. It was really just it was amazing how much resonated with me, and I'm listening, I'm writing down ideas for, you know, for shows and whatever as topics, and he hit on obey in one of them. Why doesn't the modern woman, not just American woman, the modern woman, not wanna say obey? So I started looking it up, and I was like, since 1928, I believe they took obey out of most marriage vows, even in the church. And now I'm Catholic, you know, I'm, I'm practicing Catholic, just not practicing a lot because after 13 years of attending Catholic school, I pretty much have it down pat. I know when to kneel. Ha ha! Insert joke here. Um, I know when to sing I know when to genuflect I know when to do the sign of the cross I know when to shake your hand I know what you know what hymns to sing I know what prayers to say I know how guilty to be you know that's all worked in there. Rabbi said I'm so glad winning reality is helping you he seems trustworthy and caring you make a great team he's he's my bestie I don't trust anybody the way I trust him it's scary He's so damn confident about everything. How could I not trust him? But, I mean, we had a rocky start. And we had to have a very big sit down with the talk and, you know. But we got a lot of things out on the table and we, we stand up for each other. But he was furious when he realized, like, what they were putting into me. He was like, are they trying to kill you? They must be because they were giving me all these things to make me so much worse. And I did, I told him, I said, listen, if I cut off these meds, I don't know what we're going to wind up with. And he was like, we got this. Like, he's so confident about it. He's like, it's fine. He's like, it's just, I'll just going to have to, you know, keep an eye on you. I'm like, yes, please. But I mean, he knew I was going to be on here. He knew I was going to tell you guys everything. And you know, it's, it takes a village sometimes to heal you. It doesn't take just a village to raise your kid. It takes a village to see it from every angle, you know, for people to be like, okay, she's a little, you know, she's a little angry today. Yeah, let's give her a little bit of, you know, have mercy, you know, <laughs> give her a little bit of grace. You got to go, Rabbit, we love you very, very much. Very, very much. And I'll see you, I'm sure, in somebody else's stream.
1: Um, yeah, no, it's just. It,
0: I feel like. I guess I feel like Pandora in a reverse way. Like she opened the box and she released all this stuff to the world. In my vault, I was holding all this stuff, and I was holding despair, and I was holding fear, and I was big on the, um, I guess the darker.
1: Wait, what? Weird.
0: Why does it say I'm signed out? Uh, that's bizarre. Why did YouTube sign me out? It never signs me out. Let's see if I lose you. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen because. Great, that's not the password. My device. Are you kidding? Come on. What is going on with this? Yeah, just a second. I heard you check my device. That's no. How about now? You didn't send whatever. Alrighty. For some reason it keeps logging me out. And I don't know why. So whatever. It is what it is. Uh, I'm going to get out of there because I don't know what's going on. Uh, You can come in.
1: Hey, honey, how are you? Hi. I'm good. You're fine. Just keep going. I just wanted to tell you that. Okay. I don't know what's going
0: on with my computer, but it's just I got kicked out of Discord, and it blocked me. I can't get back into Discord, so I don't know. I'm gonna have to like, I guess, redo everything.
1: You're all right. You just, really yeah, your, your stream's fine? still alive. Your stream's still alive, so don't worry about that.
0: Okay. righty. You want to tell them a little bit about the discovery last night with the
1: pills. Uh, I mean, what yeah, what talking th- about. I think you've done a good job with it. I just um, I got it. Uh, I should have about nine o'clock or a little a little towards nine until nine, but um, yeah. I mean, I we start. To, I've I've been wanting Shelly to really. You know, look at coming off some of these medications because of all the the physical you know the the ailments she's dealing with you know I'm like she's been in this condition for a while and she's not able to do the things she wants to do and I feel like it's time that she is able to be free again so you know I I've I've know that she's she's talking about what happened was is the the guy came to deliver her pills right mm-hmm. and I was like and I've been thinking in my head, well, with the progress she's making that, you know, some of these pills will go away, but I've never really stopped and asked her exactly what she's on. I figured she's probably on something for the Hashimoto's, which is understandable because that's it can you know, if you get Hashimoto's, you have to either take something or you um you have to have it removed. So I know I knew that part. And I knew the part about the other, you know, a few other things, but I didn't realize how much stuff she was on. So she started naming some stuff. And I was like, "Whoa, hold on! Is that a statin?" See, I know about statins because it's a high cholesterol. It's it's for very high cholesterol, like you know, danger levels cholesterol. And my they tried to put my father on it, and I I learned that statins, you know, they're, they're cholesterol eaters. But your brain is is made up of mostly cholesterol. So when you eat statins, you're basically opening up the door to have your brain eaten, um, and you don't need that. And then I didn't want to see my dad fall into a condition so I started learning about it and, I, and I, I got him to not take it and he's been just fine you know and so we started going through all this and and all the different ones and I was like well what's that one for so we started looking at that I was like get rid of the statins right now I was like it's like do you have high cholesterol she's like not really I was like okay and then we started looking at the rest of them and she started reading the side effects and they all contradict each other like they're all basically should have been never prescribed to her, and um, you know, and we started thinking about the conditions she'd been in. And so, okay, well, when did you start taking this, this, uh, this one drug because f- you had these low lows? Oh, December. I was like, hmm. Well, you think maybe you had low lows in December because you were surrounded by v- vampires and you were staying up 24 hours a day, and you had uh, these unresolved issues too on underneath all of it. And you know, we started just, it, going to root cause issues. And realizing that these 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 drugs they were throwing at her were were crap. I was like, "Did they even talk to each other? Like how many doctors are prescribing this? I started asking questions like I was <laughs> drilling down to the root to figure out what was going on with these things. and we get through one, I'm like, "Don't need that or that one's working against you, or that one's exasperating the problem you already have. so a lot of these a lot of these things they give her she didn't need, and they were actually dangerous for her. Like a lot of them had to do, if you ever had any kind of breathing conditions or, you know, or if you do this or if you do that, you shouldn't take these. Well, they were checking all the boxes Mm -hmm. and so they're, you know, and then you got this cocktail going on every day. And I was like, well, what do you need this to fall asleep for? What do you need this for? I was like, you know, as you're getting better, as you're, as you're becoming well, how many of these can go away so that you can be as clean as possible and get back to just being natural, as natural as you can. And um, that's really what what it came down to is we just sat and we walked through each one of them and, and and looked at the side effects and looked at what they were. And honestly, I just guided, I was just there to guide, right? And Shelly was making the, the decisions herself, but I was pretty much adamant about, you know, you, you don't need these and we need to figure it's out.
0: very convincing.
1: You know. Well, it's the truth because yeah. they, these people are just writing scripts like nothing. And they go, here you go, take some more. Here you go, take some more. And we got all the way down to what? One. And there's one that you have to scale back off of. That's the that's the gap, mm-hmm. right? So I talked to her about how, how to wean herself off of that by lowering the dose herself just little by little over the course of like a week or two. And so she'll be taking less and less every day. We just cut the capsules and took a little bit out of that one, a little bit out of that one, a little bit more out of that one. So uh, over the course of every two days, the dose will be lowered by a little bit more and then she'll eventually be off of it. So she won't have any kind of mad withdrawals from it, but these things aren't helping her. And so there's the only thing that's helping her is the the thyroid medicine, you know, and that's, that's, mm-hmm. because of the Aussies. and I understand about thyroid m- medications because I looked into it and I did, I, I learned all about the different thyroid um, conditions, right? Um, and, uh, it's, yeah, so that's, that's, you know, once you get the Hashi's, you got to kind of deal with it. But, um, yeah, the rest of the stuff wasn't necessary. I, I can't remember all the things we went through, but she was taking like a cocktail every day. And I was like, do these doctors mm-hmm. to talk to each other? Well, no, not really. And so did they ask you questions about like these side effects? <laughs> no, not really. So just throwing stuff out at you left and right instead of actually looking at the root cause issues for these things. And you know one by one, just realize you didn't need any of them, you know, getting, you're getting regular sleep now, going to bed decent hour instead of staying up all night. And, um, you know, for no reason at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: right? It's just like, um, you once you start to get healthy again, you realize that there's so much that we do to ourselves, we don't need to do. And then you start asking yourself why. And there's no good answers. Really. There's no good answers
0: a lot of it is education i don't i'm not educated in these things like my expertise in other areas Mm -hmm. you know so the whole like clean you know drugs and whatever like doing like the homeopathic route taking you know like different spices for my health i would have never like we didn't do that in my family like if my grandmother did it she didn't tell any of us i know she took ginger every day so it was just like, okay, but she had a, you know, weird stomach. So she took ginger every day and that combated her stomach problems, but she didn't want to take loads and loads of medicines. She tried not to, um, but I never knew what she took. Cause I was too young to, you know, and I wasn't around, you know, I was busy in school and whatever, but like now there are so many alternatives to what they were giving me that don't have these horrible side effects that are more natural for my body that would, you know, Instead of being a sedative all day long. How can I ever like really be tired if I'm sedated all day long? I'm not doing anything. I'm not expelling any energy. What little energy I have, I'm not using. It's just sitting there doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to increase my energy. I don't want to sit all the time, but I don't have the stamina to stand for more than five minutes. And that's from my age. That's that's re- ridiculous hey kings um but no like winning he did he educated me a lot in that the food thing we're going over foods this sunday i want to tell them about that because that really kicked me in the teeth
1: yeah we're gonna be t- talking about an, an issue that's been known for a while but it seems to have been swept under the rug and starts the safety of our food and our water um we're gonna start out by taking a look at a book um a rundown on a book called the, the fluoride deception it's going to talk about the history of fluoridated water where the, where that chemical that they dump in our water comes from and and how it uh how it was marketed by our good friend Edward Bernays to be something that's good for our teeth when it's absolutely not um we've been forced medicated through our water and and that's highly unconstitutional and unethical And we need to get back on the ball of stopping that worldwide because it's hurting our children it's hurting our pets it's hurting our loved ones every day and i thought that we were on 10 years ago i thought we were on the path to taking care of this and somehow the world forgot or the world stopped trying in the middle of crises after crises and we need to get back on the ball about that it needs to be part it is part of solution culture to clean our food and our water we need to get on top of that it's it's attainable it's something we can all do the second part, the second documentary we're going to watch um, is going to be the meat of the, the the program. It's called The Seeds of Death, and it's about Monsanto and, well, who's now Bayer Corporation, but Monsanto Corporation back in the day. We all knew the name, so they, they got bought out, and the name got changed, and we all kind of dropped the ball on it. Again, putting out these seeds that have been genetically modified to include pesticides within the seed, within the plant. It's called BT, BT eats the lining of our stomachs, causes all kinds of issues. None of this stuff has ever been fairly clinically trusted, tested for human consumption, yet it's taking over our food supply on every level, not to mention what they're doing to the farmers that are trying to grow, um, real crops. Like if you have an organic farm, right. And these, then there's a, there's a GMO farm nearby and their, their product, their quote unquote product blows into, um. Blows into the um, the organic field, and they test the crops in the organic field, and they find that it's been frostbred with this this um this this product, right? M- the Monsanto slash bear can now c- claim copyright infringement, and they can take the farmers' lands. So the farmers, as people, individuals, are being attacked by this, and they have been for over a decade. Um, there's so much more to this issue uh, that you know you need to come watch the documentary with us, and I'll really get into it. This fires me up because it's, again, abuse on another level. It's physical abuse, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's mental abuse because they're gaslighting. It's about the the safety and the, the practicality and the uses for these things. Um, these are things that we don't need. We don't want. It doesn't solve world hunger. It doesn't help anybody else. And And the idea that we needed this stuff after surviving for centuries without it is ridiculous. It's all about profit. It's all about harm and these are issues that we need to get back on the ball about and we could something we can do as individuals right now to start making a difference. I will um I will talk about um how we can do that too, what the solutions are. And we're also going to look at some of the things that the um, World uh, Economic Forum, the WEF with uh, Klaus Schwab, the heir to the Nazi hmm. Nazi regime or fortune Mr. or whatever. Schwab. Yeah, Schwab. Yeah. They're pushing right now to get rid of our meat. Right, the things mm-hmm. they're doing with our meat. The price of meat is through the roof. They're trying to they're trying to go zero meat in certainly in what twelve cities across the United States. Philadelphia being mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. No more cheesesteaks. Get out of here. Can you imagine
0: no cheesesteaks? Oh my goodness. No,
1: I'm not gonna live in a world like that. <clears throat> I'm not gonna live in a world <laughs> where I can't get a real cheesesteak and I can't get a fucking I can't get a porterhouse, you know, when I not, want one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, ain't gonna happen. And I'm ain't a gonna happen. big beef eater. Like I love steak.
0: I can't yep. imagine having my
1: life without steak. They want to push bugs out on us. And thanks to um Crown Target for giving me the um article by redacted. We're gonna watch that at the end. So we're gonna have three pieces to watch, two small ones and a big one in the middle. I like that format. We mm-hmm. hope, to, hope to figure that out. Um, and um and so no, it's gonna be very powerful and, and like I think with this recent um, with this recent uh, you know adventure with Shelly and, and helping her yourself from these from big farmer. i think big pharma is gonna have to follow after that yeah. i'm gonna start looking at the big pharma document docs we're gonna talk about this this episode again and we're gonna talk about um you know how they're just selling <laughs> symptom management and cr- then and they create this symptoms to create more symptoms to sell for more symptom management i'm yeah. sorry and yeah and you loves the phallus <laughs> <laughs> I guess he had had analyses
0: before. Uh, (laughs) Raleigh, hi!
1: Raleigh, how you doing? How are you?
0: But yeah, so... This thing, like... Okay, I just want you guys to really... Please tell people to log... To, like, come in and see the show on Sunday. Because he gets... So fired up about, I've never seen him like that. Like he, I just, I even said, I'll be sitting back going, uh-huh. No, chose yours. Like, cause I'm not getting in the way of that runaway train. I'm just not. It's, mm-mm. but you really want to see him get aggravated. I know how you feel about the water. Mm-hmm. Would it, would it upset you to know that I drink about a gallon of
1: tap water unfiltered a day? If not more. Yes, dude, dude, <laughs> You have no idea what's going (laughs) to, how much better. I've always done
0: that. That's the Hoboken joke. Like nothing can kill us because we drink the tap water. I mean, that's literally the joke in this town. That's why half of us swear we didn't get COOF because it's like, nah, like it's got to combat like Hudson County water. There's no freaking way. There's no way it could survive in my body. And I've never had the COOF.
1: Well, guess what? You can go to the Hudson County water table. Right, you can go to that, and they'll show you all the stuff they're dumping into your water, and you can see if you really want to drink that poison or not. Gravity filters. I actually, you know what? I need to go see if I can get a uh, an affiliate link for Jesus, gravity filters. Jesus, I filter just got water. an
0: emergency alert from for what? flash oh, flood flooding. warnings. Yeah, yeah. I live at the top yeah. of the hill, so I'm good. <laughs> the ones at the bottom, not so much. <laughs> Willie said, "Oh my God, that's a lot of horrible water." I Yeah,
1: well, that's other, people, well, water other tastes countries like have, to me. Other countries have, p- have pushed back against that. Uh, the things that America oh, that, that we're allowing here in the United States, um, you know, other countries have, have banned GMO seeds. Other countries have banned fluoridated water. I mean, when you find out that you know um, that tyrannies, uh, you know, a lot, even some material, even some communist countries have banned fluoridated water, and that used to be a, like a little thing about I don't know. if i never, could verify whether Hitler really did fluoridate the water or not, but it was a, it was a saying that it's, it's, it dumbs down people. It, it, that, you know, not to get into the whole, uh, calcification of the pineal gland. So I this, you don't need that. This documentary doesn't really cover things like that because it gets into the minutiae. And I don't know if that's true or not, you know, cause that kind of gets into the whole, like, you know, they're trying to keep you from contacting the upper energies and stuff like that. We don't need to, we don't need to go that far to say that the water is dirty and we have to fix it. Gravity filters do cure this. I've been gravity filter filtering my water in my um, shower spigots and the water that I use to cook with and we use to make to drink to make coffee. When you when you gravity filter your water, your coffee tastes a hundred percent better. Like that taste goes away. The everything improves with it. When you I've been gravity filtering my water since my son was born at least, and I didn't really drink much water before that, so. Um, uh, but I noticed a difference in in my mental state when I when I started doing that after after it kind of cleared out and I didn't have any more. I refuse to drink any water in a restaurant. I never do. Um I don't allow my son to drink any water in a restaurant. He's not, he knows not to drink out of water fountains. He knows to bring it I always packed his own drinks whenever he went over to a friend's house or anywhere else. He was responsible and would only drink his drinks. Um so I've kept him as clean as possible from that poison. And he knows that the tap water is poison. He, he knows that it. He, he's been, he's learned it from the day he was born, not to drink the tap water. That, that that's the, you know, that tap water sink water is, uh, we don't even feed it to the cats. The cats get gravity filtered water, you know, and my cats nice. are healthy. Yeah. So that it's, it's really key. It's really a key thing. And, and when you see, I mean, this,
0: no, I just lost the cat so hydrofluoristic
1: acid that they dump in the water comes from your, your jaw is going to hit the floor. You're going to be like, I can't believe they're doing this. And at the, at the very legal level of it, it's, it's called forced medication. So if they want to say, like Edward Bernays taught him how to say, you know, ran the marketing campaign for this, um, that it's good for your teeth and dentists recommend it and blah, blah, blah. Right. That's, there's no truth to that at all. And, and, and the, um, when you, uh, when you realize that where this stuff comes from, this hydrofluoric acid is basically this chemical runoff. And they're just taking it the chem, their chemical runoff, and they're dumping it in the water for us to drink as a way of getting rid of their their problem. It's absolutely stupid. It, the fluoridated water comes from the lead industry. Lead, lead mm-hmm. the same ones that told you lead gasoline was good for you, and it was obviously uh, very toxic for children and, and adults as well, but for, especially for children. Lead paint. they also are affiliated mm-hmm. with the asbestos industry that told us asbestos was good for us. Right, not good for us, but not harmful to us. We've learned everything that these this this group that put fluor- that puts fluoride in water has said to us is a lie, mm-hmm. and it's actually very, uh, very harmful for us. It's almost like they want to hurt us, but it, without going that far, was to say they want to profit off of us and don't care about the harm they cause. That will be this Sunday at 7:30 p.m. on my channel with talking trash and truths. And we'll be going through that. Yep, there's there's the Teflon yeah. too. I threw out all my Teflon. Uh, if I think I have something that's Teflon, I got rid of it, and I'm down to the stainless steel. They're harder to clean, but I do it. Mm-hmm. I do it anyways. I put the extra scrubbing in just for the safety of it. I'm gonna find some stuff that doesn't isn't poisonous that works better. But um, right now, that's not the, that's not top of my list. I, I can get by with the stainless steel. They're nice looking too. They're nice and silvery. Mm. But um, yeah, and and uh, the microplastics. Yeah, that's environmental. So we'll get around to environmental. What's the real I want to do it like what's the mm-hmm. real environmental harm that we should be we're concerned about and instead of what is the ga- the green I what I call is green lighting, right? So it's gaslighting, mm-hmm. but with green, like you know, yep. using the earth as a way to gaslight us into um into obedience and, and giving up our resources. And that's really what it comes down to. What we're gonna rope into here and eventually is this, this idea of full spectrum dominance. And what it means it, it's basically owning you from cradle to grave uh, being in control of your resources your decisions your thoughts um all that stuff is what this is wrapping up into and then eventually we're going to get to get into um the universal laws and stuff like that but uh, right now that's where we're kind of going uh, we're going we be doing the documentaries on sundays and i'll be doing the talks mm-hmm. and and the um <clears throat> and the deeper dives and the connections on wednesdays so
0: and uh, you said on it's everywhere though they can't get rid of it in the water supply right and that's why he does these streams to tell individuals because if you can't change it at the top you got to change it from the bottom up you got to mm-hmm. make people aware so they raise a stink because one voice does nothing many voices yeah, we... can have slight changes but all
1: our voices they can't ignore they just we can, can't uh, we can't uh, can change it uh, we can't change it there's gravity. If we can gravity water water um, filter in our own homes to get rid of 99.9% of the pollutants that are in the water, then we could certainly do it on a on a grand level. In fact, they have systems now you can put in your house or your entire house where we run through a gravity filter system, and then all the water in every spigot will be clean. Um, you know, I w- I might go as far as to replace pipes, but um, it still leave filters on, on some of them. Like, uh for instance like i've always had a, a a gravity filter on my shower head so well always i've, I've had that since oh i've had that since um oh geez speaking of that i almost forgot i was <laughs> heating up some water um to this <laughs> <Unruh>. <laughs> this is my pot i know that's good don't still right I, um
0: i just I just got a phone call from the,
1: my Board friend, department.
0: Jack. No, Jack Baker, <laughs> my old vice principal
1: and principal. But I, I've always um, had one on the shower head. Okay. And I've always, um, so when my son was time for him to take a bath, I filled the tub up from the shower head. Right? We've always done that. That's just the way he was raised. And you could have, Um, I have a gravity filter right in my my kitchen here. And I just fill it up. And when i'm ready to either give the cats water or boil some water or anything like that i take it out of there make some anything nothing comes out of the sink except for wash the dishes <laughs> it's trash water yeah yeah it is well, but I we mean, can we can change it it's anyway. always we been can. a
0: badge of honor here so i mean we never took tap That's water the seriously the greatest
1: mind control i've ever heard if you convince an entire city that to drink the poison it makes you tough
0: <laughs> well, I mean,
1: that's Jersey. Isn't I, think, it? I think you understand Jersey. why everybody's crazy there now.
0: <laughs>
1: rude. That was so rude. <laughs> are you saying, you know, I told me. All right. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so that's the, that's the water issue. And then we get into the food issue. Mm-hmm. And when you learn about these seeds and you learn about the, the crops that are grown with it, you'll be checking labels for the rest of your life. I guarantee that you'll be looking for the non GMO. You understand why it's important. You'll understand why you need to vote with your dollars when it comes to eat food and yeah you it's hard to be hundred percent when the restaurants out there that maybe don't understand but you try to pick and choose restaurants that um are aware and there are out there that are aware off have organic choices that's something we always look for in restaurants they had organic choices what they were doing on a digging in a little bit deeper if we're going to frequent a place if they 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 did we went the extra mile you know the quality you look for things on the menu, um, talk to the people that are, um, the owners or the managers that are there that maybe, um, you know, have, talk to them about food safety, ask them what they're doing. I know it's about prices, but the idea is that we brought down the price of organic food simply by becoming a movement of organic buyers, right? I watched the choices climb as the prices dropped with organics because I was I was determined to, to start that from the beginning of my child's life. So I was willing into, I said, we, I said, we will eat the crap. He will eat the good food. I said, and if we can't make it both ways, then I'll take the hit. You know, he can, but he will not. And, but it turned out that we could buy things like peanut butter and jelly and bread and, and instant oatmeal and things like that, um, that were they're not that much, they're like a couple think like 50 cents. You got an extra, got an extra couple quarters. Our dollar in some cases
0: isn't what it used to be
1: at all. Right. Mm -hmm. It's because we put the effort in 10 years ago. And what's alarming to me is that so many people have, I guess we all, all of us that knew are just doing our thing, right? But we Mm -hmm. stopped educating other people. We stopped talking about it. We figured that the word would spread, you know? And I'm starting to realize that it wasn't, especially with some of the attitudes I've gotten from people recently about being an organic person. And it's like, I've, I've noticed the attitudes of pish poshing and the the poo-pooing of I these ideas <laughs> well yeah but you're, 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 you're not so much as other people you know uh, and, and it's okay though because I, I just we have to get we have to start talking about it again and again yeah. big farmer, back to the top i'm going to bring this back around now for you and i'm going to get out of here and give you your show back but um mm-hmm. i uh, <laughs> uh you know the big farmer like when they just throw a pill at it and it's, it's all about, it's all about symptom management. It's all about, it's not about cures. It's about, it's about maintaining it through symptom management, you know, and it's in the U S we're really good at, we're really good at emergency care. We're really great at physical trauma care. Like if you break your leg or you get shot or you get stabbed, we have some of the greatest surgeons and and Mm-hmm. medical minds in, in in the world right that they can react fast and, and and give us the best care with some of the best technology in the world for that kind of stuff we yep. suck when it comes to when it comes to chronic um illness chronic um illnesses and and conditions we're absolutely it feels like horrible they get at it.
0: bored you know
1: it feels like they have a racket going on it's just like yeah. you know some people say they 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 do things to make us unhealthy so that they can then profit from it and i tell you when you see this kind of stuff happen, and you see the kind of elitist and the, and the puppets, the elite, the elitists pushing these things through without our without our true consent, right? They, they have our manufactured consent with our vote, but they don't have our true consent. If I ever said, "Hey, I'm going to sell you poison and make your kids eat it," would you vote for me? Yeah, no one's going to do that, right? But if they say, "Hey, you know, we're going to do this and that and that," but and then on the back end when you don't see it, oh yeah, I'll pa- I'll sign them off on passing this Monsanto Protection Act. You know, mm-hmm. things of that nature. We're going to show you how they do that. And um, that's one thing that it's going to be interesting brought up again. We, for, Ron Paul would talk about clean, safe food, and, and nobody else has sense. We need to get back to that mentality. We need to put it in the front because that's what everyday life, like everyday life, you could have an organic mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly sandwich today. That's almost the same I price love my organic products. peanut butter. I love yeah. my organic Isn't it peanut great? butter. There's so many choices out there. Next time you're in the grocery store, walk over to the organic section. Like, just walk over there and look around. You'll see. Get the start nose. Start with star. one thing at a time. Yeah. Get, start with one thing at a time. That's what I did. Start with one thing at a time. Milk, first thing. The, do you know that organic milk lasts twice as long as regular milk or milk, whatever you want to call it? Whatever mm. you call that ultra pasteurized crap that comes out of the fucking. So, the, like the like, Katie, tar- milk. Tar- tar- milk. Tar- milk. Right. milk look at this i got i got three half gallons of two percent simple truth organic milk in my fridge right now i can get three half gallons at a time here's the here's the expiration dates on it october 21st october 31st and november 6th tell me you can find that that that, that crappy milk in a plastic October 9th. you know anywhere else yesterday like yeah let's say anywhere else in there that say that those kind of expiration dates on it and I'm, i gonna tell you what they're real i got that, that not milk this is november it will be good in november that's how much better the milk is when you go organic like it's maybe it's maybe a tad more hmm. got it you can go organic butter organic eggs okay you got all that stuff natural salt organic peppers i mean says, people are like we well, don't need that you don't need that you know why you need it because it doesn't have the the roundup sprayed on it they go always oh, it's, it's not organic it means it doesn't have roundup on it <laughs> or it's not gmo so you're safe either way, and even if it's not Ew. perfect all the time, at least you're up to like ninety percent in your life. If you're eating at home, you can be you can <laughs> mm-hmm. be hundred percent almost every day. You get you go out, maybe you get a little little dinner out here and there. And you might run into a little bit of this and that. At least you're not fifty percent or um, mm-hmm. GMO. At least you're not hundred percent GMO. You know, people, kids that are running around eating just McDonald's, drinking out of the tap, like just doing all the stuff. They're almost up to hundred percent. Unnatural food, dirty food, unclean water, you know, unclean beverages in their bodies. Imagine what that does to your immune system. Imagine what it does to your brain. Yeah. I, like Shelly said, I'm very passionate about this. I can go on forever about he this is. topic. I love it. <laughs> this is like I one of my it. big ones right here. Um, but you know, it's all about us taking care of ourselves and our kids. And when we work together, we can bring the prices down, and we can bring the health up. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's what it's all about. You know, they're not going to do it for us. The, the, the elitists aren't going to do it for us. They'd love to see it. Guess what they're eating. They're eating, they're eating mm-hmm. the good stuff. You know, they're eating the good stuff. Somebody wants pinned pin somebody down. I can't remember. I'm trying to remember this clip. They put somebody in a room who was advocating for, uh was advocating for uh Monsanto, right? And, or, or something like that. And they brought him in. And they said, here's a glass of, Here's a glass of, uh, you know, tap water from Flint. Here, drink it or something like that. They did something like that. They put them on the spot. They go, mm-hmm. I'm not going to drink that. Yeah, but you want us to, you know? Yep. They put them on the spot. That's what I say. My, I think, I'm thinking my solutions kind of like Fight Club, right? In the sense that where the people who are serving the food and who, the, us, the workers, the, the, the infrastructure class, as I call it, the infrastructure class, right? They hold a whole world together, right? We start making those people eat what they want us to eat. Say, no, 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 no. You're not getting this steak. Here's your crickets. You mm-hmm. know? No, no, no. You're not getting. You're not getting your fancy bottled water. This came out of the sink. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. We see what they watch. Watch how they turn and run. You put a bunch of those executives in a room. Change their catering, without them even knowing it. Then then let them know what they're eating. See what they do. Right. Mm-hmm. That's when the truth comes out by their own actions. They have all the nice stuff. They don't they don't eat the dirty food they don't they don't drink the dirty water they make us do it mm-hmm. and then they then they sit there with the prophets and enjoy all the great things in life all the natural food in life so it's not and cool. you gotta
0: wonder what that does to mental illnesses to your mm-hmm. ability to heal from wounds to your ability to fight off infections to your ability to wear antibiotics no longer have any kind of um uh effect on you because you've been ingesting them through the meat that you eat like all these types of hormones that they put in there we don't know what they're doing to our systems we don't know what they're doing to our kids i mean we can suspect but they keep all that information hidden you know so if we can make little changes we got to make sure they don't have an alternative Mm -hmm. you know as long as we buy the crap they're going to keep selling the crap you know, you got to switch the tables on them, change their demographics. If they start losing money, they'll start going where the money is. Uh, that was in Aaron Brockovich. They gave them the tainted water from Flint, Michigan. Absolutely. That's what she did. She said she had it, you know, specially brought in. And that's what she did to them. And they said that wasn't for dramatics. She actually did that. So, yeah, these people, they know what they're doing to us and they won't do it to themselves and it's Mm -hmm. terrible and one industry feeds into
1: another you know there's no way pharma and food is not connected when that um and when that little baby opens their mouth they trust you to put put something that's that's not going to harm them into it you know even if you're breastfeeding
0: and and you're eating wrong what are you doing you're Mm -hmm. not giving them the the best benefits
1: and uh, uh, and and kings, man. I know you. I know that you're going to a lot kings, and we're here to support you, man. And I hope that, I hope that um, you know, I hope that you can get well, man. I really do. Uh, we all is, do. You know, yeah.
0: We're all uh, sending you know, that that healing energy to you. Absolutely. But yeah, so I but, just I wanted to touch on all this kind of stuff because it's really it was very eye opening last night, and it feels good to have made so much progress toward the better version of me this week like I've made so many strides and I'm I'm going to keep making changes because what I've been doing is not working you know no doctors asked me anything about protein intake all they wanted me to do was to drink protein shakes until the wound healed and then stop and that's what I did and they didn't say increase your protein for your muscles. There was no game plan. None. I mean, they know I'm my my muscles have become extremely weak. But nobody wants to figure out why. Well, you had Lyme. Okay, I had Lyme and now it's reactivated Lyme. Um, but what can we do about it? Oh, well, we don't know. You don't know. Oh, so I'm with you for what? Like, why am I here? Why are you my doctor? And then my doctor left and I got a new doctor. And that's what happens. They turn them over so quickly because the insurance doesn't want to cover this one. So they ship this one out to that office, that office, that office. Nobody knows your history. It's all right there in the computer. They don't do the research. They don't bother to look it up. They expect you to tell them everything that's ever been wrong with you. I'm like, dude, it's right in front of you. Like you have all my test results. You have all this shit. Are you going to address this, this, this? They've never addressed the blood clotting issue in my blood that I have increased enzymes for, like, extremely high enzymes for blood clotting. Okay? But when I was in the hospital, they gave me heparin shots. Like, all right, you gave me, you know, anticoagulants, you gave me um, blood thinners. But then they didn't continue that outside the hospital. So what, do they think it was just something that was going to affect me then? Like they didn't give me any type of advice, nothing to go on. It was just go see this person, go see that person. go, And none of those people touched on those issues either. And most of my visits, my doctor's visits are over a computer. So it's like, you know, can I come in? Well, no, we're not really taking inpatient right now. So it's like, okay, so I'm stuck with the options I have. And that hasn't worked. So now I have to take things into my own hands. I have to take matters into my own hands. I did it for my kids. I never bothered to do it for myself because it was just like, oh, I'll just take this and take that, whatever. I never thought it could be contributing to my mental issues or my unaliving tendencies because I was taking them for my mental issues and my unaliving tendencies, and they were only getting worse. And the more stress I had, the worse they would get, the higher the dose would get until it was just, okay, we're just adding and adding and adding. And even I was saying, I don't want to take this anymore. It's not helping. Just a couple more mm-hmm. months. A couple more months. Why? And then we'll revisit so, yeah, Why? It. I don't it know. It makes
1: no sense. It makes no sense. No.
0: When I'm telling you, I don't feel better. Oh, well, we're going to add, you know, 27 milligrams or 37 milligrams, or we'll add 100 milligrams, 200 milligrams. And I'm like, I got to the point where I just couldn't speak anymore. Y'all were there. It was just gibberish. It was like I was having little mini strokes. That's what it felt like. It felt like I was completely detached from my brain. And I'm not a person who's willing to give up control of my brain. It knows too much. (laughs) It's a dangerous thing on its own. So it's, yeah, it was very, Scary to know that I was putting all this stuff in my body and not even thinking about it. Like that's how tight a control they have on my behaviors or had on my behaviors where I just blindly took whatever poisons they handed me and said, sure. Okay. Not a problem. I trust you. Why do I trust you? Because you went to school. I went to school too. I don't know that I would trust me with, you know, everything I went to school for. Advice? Yeah. But the decision has to be yours. I didn't even get a decision. They were just like, here, take this. I guess my decision was, okay. Okay. Because I didn't have the energy to fight them off either. Like, they'll argue with you for you to take these medicines. You have to. Otherwise, you'll really, because I didn't take them before and I was fine. Now that I started taking them, I'm tired. You know, I'm crouchy. I forget things. The memory thing, when I read some of them, how they affect memory really upset me because that's been like a huge issue for me in the last year. And it's just, I, I never equated it to the drugs that they were giving me. So now like I'm down to the, what I'm down to the levo and melatonin. And if I can, I'll get off the mel- the melatonin if I can. I can't get off the level That's I'm going to take that either the rest of my life or until they take my thyroid out. And then I'm going to take double that the rest of my life. So I'll hang on to my thyroid as long as I can. As long as it's 50%, you know, I'm good. Mm-hmm. They already wanted to remove it. They were like, it only partially worked. Well, how much works? 50%. Then leave it the fuck alone until
1: 0% works. Like Shelly's a good example of a, of a of the average person, right? And she doesn't understand <laughs> the medical and that, and has to trust the doctor. No, listen to me. I know uh, I am. It's just I've never been called average, but go ahead. But I mean, honestly, that's how most people are. She, like this is the thing that kind of like mm-hmm. triggered me th- yesterday. Is that here she is being sweet and innocent again? You've never, never been called that either, right? But it's like sweet <laughs> and innocent, right? And and believing in these people, and there they are abusing her. Like that, like and maybe they don't realize they're doing it, maybe they do. It doesn't matter. You know, they're not giving her care. They're not looking out for her best interest. Or look, and maybe in some cases they're just flipping out uh the scripts because they make money off of it. I know that there's doctors out there that do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not all of them, but there are. They're script writers. Mm -hmm. There's a whole racket for the brain game of script writers. I know because I used I've been to them. Mm-hmm. Like they, they just go to. in there like a factory and you're in and out. You're in and out in, in, uh, in, in 30 minutes or less, right. Mm-hmm. For a hundred, dollars a pop. Uh, no insurance, by the way, they keep, they mm-hmm. you get to pay your own money for those people. Right. And you mm-hmm. got it, you got a three month supply of whatever you want. All you have to do is answer the questions. Right. And not break their rules. Right. Not yep. get them in any trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, and I dude, there's a, there's a dude that we, bunch of us like know about that was just making I mean, he he worked six days a week six days a week and, and we did the math if he was k- k- filtering people through at a hundred dollars a pop three hundred for your first visit a hundred dollars a pop mm-hmm. for eight uh, for eight hours or let's to say seven or eight let's just say eight eight hours a day for six days a week right you could fit at least uh what uh, you can probably fit at every half an hour a hundred dollars so let's say 16 people through a day, maybe, m- maybe more like 16 times six, right? Times, then you times four, then you times 12, right? How much does this guy make in a year? He was making like si- the sickest money you could ever imagine. I mean, he was making so much money for sitting there writing scripts out people mm-hmm. uh, like, d- and that's all he had to do. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was making like, I think a half a million dollars a year doing that. And then Easily. you see what's his overhead. He was in a little crappy office in a corner of a strip mall, so his overhead mm-hmm. was nothing compared to that. He had that paid off in in a, this first week of work, Right here, mm-hmm. probably you know something like that. He he was making sick money. We have and, a lot uh, of those. All those people that came through there, he didn't give a shit about. Yeah. Oh, here you go. Okay, okay, here you go. He goes, whatever you want. I'm on so the what, time. You know, how can how can I help you? What do you want? Just let me know what you want. So that's that's that was him. As long as you didn't put him in a, in a position where he could get busted, um, he was okay with you. Yeah. You know? uh, and if you did, he'd he'd fire you. He'd say you're fired. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: How dare <laughs> you, know? you step
1: out of line, yeah, Lady you Autumn's Did anything guy. out of line?
0: She said, "I only took the meds because after my first set of twins, the postpartum was difficult. By the time I realized that I was taking so many pills, I decided I was done with the doctor's medication, and that's how I started with like." Well, what did they have me on before zoloft and just one zoloft and then they increased it increased it increased it and then she was like yeah it's not working instantly stopped me threw me on the GABA, and then threw me on the effects and it was just like yeah it made a difference but i was not myself like i was all over the place my brain wasn't working right i was forgetting stuff i was highs and lows were ridiculous i began to think i was like oh my god do i have like bipolar disorder or something because i'm you know i have euphoria 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 and then a crash and i would just crash and i would just want to just die i just want to reinforce it
1: i didn't want to be here they reinforce it through everybody said well you know i know so and so oh yeah i'm on that too i'm on that too and then they Mm play the commercials all the time You know, like it's an epidemic or something and we, they're trying to help us because they're our friends. They reinforce it through media and other ways to the point where we don't, that's been normalized to be highly medicated in this society. Oh, it's because we're, we're, we're faulty, you know, human beings. We're not faulty Mm -hmm. human beings. We're perfect human beings. Yes. some, Some of us have problems. Yes. There are genetic issues here and there, but no, for the, for the most part, we work right yeah you know it's the toxicity in our in our environment in our society that messes with us that's what's got that's what's causing all this stuff the, it's the cycle of abuse through physical and mental um, means right that's what's going on it's the corruption that's out there that's h- causing us to have these disorders like think about the 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 the, the, the disorders that are going on mentally learning this dis- disorders right from the autism to the adhd to the to the everything else right? These things have been on set. There's a, there's a curve of this, of this going on. It's not just like, we've always been like this. Nobody in my family had ADD. I was a, I was the lucky one to get that. Right. Mm-hmm. I was, I was the lucky one. Right. I was the first one. And it's like, I'm sure that maybe some of the second cousins and whatnot have come along and they've been prescribed that stuff or whatnot. I don't know, but it was me. It was like a, why I, and I was like i turned out to be one of the smarter ones in my family but it's like the um the uh, you know it's like that what was i out? out in this crappy water system getting getting experimental experimental jabs at the time you know first mm-hmm. time they never mixed jabs together there's a bunch of different mm-hmm. factors in there and then this curve goes up Of all of a sudden it's like that it's not genetic it's not genetic that's the stupidest thing in the world suddenly human beings have a genetic disposition to have this condition no it's environmental it it is and it starts when you're young and then you have an Mm -hmm. accumulation of it in your system and like i told steve gosney um through chad actually an expert when i cleaned up my 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 eating and my drinking habits by this this condition this add condition cleared up and pretty much cleared up do i still have aspects of it yes but it's because of my I think it's more because of my personality and the way my brain works than because of some some kind of like, you know, disorder. Like it was a shameful thing to have ADD back in my day. It wasn't You're just trendy. wired a different way. No, it wasn't trendy. You were looked at weird. Yeah. You know, you're treated differently. It wasn't cool. No. You know, now by the time I got to college, people were like, oh, yeah, it's really cool. By the time I graduated, people were chopping up the Ritalin. It was cool to have <laughs> it. Everybody, there was a big club going on. I was like, when did this happen? I've been hiding it my whole life, being ashamed ashamed of it. And uh, suddenly it was okay. Suddenly it could be out in the open and it was all all good. Everybody thought they had it. I give T-Rex a hard time. But man, so many people just assume they have it now. You know, I got it too. Do you really? Mm. you sure you want it? Because I guess nobody grew up with the shame of it. I grew up with the shame of it. So my attitude is different when people are like, everybody wants to jump on the train. "Oh, Oh, I got it too. Oh, I got it too. Oh, I got it too. I mean maybe maybe they do. Maybe the water and the food is that bad that everybody has it now. But you know, in my day, um, back in the beginning. Five minutes. Five minutes. Um back in five the beginning. Percent. Okay. Back in the beginning, uh, you know, it was it wasn't. You were you you seemed weird. You seemed different when you had that stuff. It was shameful. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why everybody wants every to kid that, had that be in the club, you know, wants to be in the club now. That was a really strange thing for me. I'm like, all right, at least it's better than being ashamed of it. <laughs> I mean, you know, at least now I can, I got people that I understand. I think you know, mm-hmm. at least we can all enjoy the the nice little dr- drugs they give us together. But the, um, I mean, I don't do any of those anymore. You know, mm-hmm. th- those two will wear that da- wear you down. Those two will get yep. to you. You don't need those either. I was convinced you needed those two. You don't need those either. Like it'll mess you up.
0: They had my Adderall. It.
1: Yeah, they're eating like you know, th- th- dude, they wanted me up to ninety. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ninety a day. That's the max. That's the uh-huh. absolute max, dude. People are making people are making so much money off that, like behind the scenes now. Like people get prescriptions of it and they don't even take it and they go out and sell it to people for like five dollars a pill. Yep. Ten dollars a pill. Actually, was it? I think it's up to ten dollars. And I know the people now. that buy it. Yep. And that the people mm-hmm. that buy it aren't people with ADD or ADHD, nope. you know, no, they're doing it for the, Hey, let's stay up all night. Hey, it's like, Oh, I can study better on this. Yeah, you sure can. And you can just, you can grind your teeth down too. And you can mm-hmm. not eat and you can, you know, and, and you could have... be a
0: sweaty, disgusting mess because you're walking around with your eyes, bugging out of your head. Like I'm fine. I'm fine. Really? I'm fine. And you're just like, no, you're not. Oh, you look crazy. What is
1: wrong mm-hmm. with you? Yeah. And they, they don't even realize they think they're just on top of the no, world.
0: No, they think they're fine. They think they're mm-hmm. absolutely fine. I'm like, you realize you're sitting in front of me twitching. Like, you're literally twitching. You have a million ticks going on right now. Do you not look in the mirror for, like, any period of time? It's true. They, yeah, they, they that's just legalized it, down.
1: legalized it. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they'll give it to you. Just go in there and say you have this, 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 and this. You look up on the internet. And just sit down in front of a doctor and say it with a straight face, and they'll give it to you oh i gotta take your word for it why because there's no real test for it <laughs> you know it's an interview you don't have any kind of test for it. someone did some kind of test one time when i was much younger some kind of blood test or something about cortisone levels and blah blah blah, blah. but mm-hmm. i mean that's just a shot in the dark that could have been anything dude i wasn't even following the rules that day <laughs> <laughs> you know I was drinking sodas and doing all kinds of stuff So it could have been anything um but anyways, yeah, so that's, that's, the, that's what I'm talking about. Is so it this, this, uh, the system of, uh, the stove pill at it and, and the, the system of the, our clean, our, our, environment and how we treat our bodies, you know, no, we're not perfect and don't get overwhelmed by this information, but, um, it, it just step-by-step step, little things. Hey Jacob. I told Shelly, hey, Jacob, what's up, man? Thanks for the article this morning. The, um, little step-by-step. One by one, you can start replacing things in your house, so your house looks mm-hmm. like mine. Like when I open my cabinets right now, boom, everything has an organic label on it. Boom, everything it does. I open my fridge, boom. Nine, I, I would say, what do I? Is, am I ninety or hundred percent right now? Uh, I'm a hundred percent. Yeah, but the, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> ain't nothing in here that doesn't have, or maybe this, this garlic stuff. But I didn't even buy this. This is like from my, my ex. I still don't know why I even have it still, yeah, That everything's yeah. I'm about hundred. I'm about a hundred percent all the way around right now. It feels that's good. Awesome. I mean, I may not be perfect, and people like, oh, you know, pish posh, pish posh, so organic. Blah. I was like, dude, at least it makes at least it makes me know that I'm trying my best. To stay clean and trying my and best to stay clean. That's the thing.
0: That's the thing. You're taking control of what you put into your body. And that mm-hmm. in itself is empowering. That can actually
1: Biting make my you dollars. feel better. Voting with my dollars to help bring down the cost for everybody mm-hmm. else. Yeah, all the way around. Even my spices. You can go. You go. Check it out. It's a fun adventure. I tell you, it is so yeah. much fun. It is, it really is fun when you start becoming an organic buyer. Like you, you start looking for things. You're like, oh my god, look at this, look at this. And when you taste it, it tastes better than the shit you're getting. It does. And you're like, whoa. Why would I doing that? You look at the price. You're not saving that much. I mean, you might be, a, it might be a little jump on the meat, but that's because the meat, the other meat's trash. I and mean, when you pay, you pay uh, a little bit more for chicken, right? You mm-hmm. pay a little bit more for beef that, you know, that area is, yeah, because you know why it takes, a, it takes more effort than to, to stuff a bunch of chickens into a room and let them live in their own shit to have free range mm-hmm. chickens, you know, but you, a lot of people here know they have, there's a lot of smart people in this room that that know this stuff. But yeah, you get the eggs, man. You get the you get the butter. You get the cheese. You know that stuff lasts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, get, you, uh, you get the iodized salt. You know, iodized sea salt. It's good. It's good for your thyroid, right? You get yeah, the you get the. Um,
0: you need that the, iodine.
1: Um, organic olive oil, right? It just it just means that there's no pesticides in it. And that's mm-hmm. why you get it. You, get, you don't want the Roundup. You don't want yeah, the you the, the BT. That aftertaste you that know. that weird kind of it's almost like, like putting a poison taste yeah it's like microdoses of poison it's like slow slow kill death by a million cuts you know mm-hmm. so anyways that's that's my rant and you're going to hear much more of it on sunday i'm going to save the rest of it yeah. <laughs> i i get it i do i'll just keep be going like a whole I'll series keep... for him i know him I, he's not gonna be able to go because it's hurting people and it is it absolutely is it's hurting innocent people just like the the doctor's were shoveling pills at Shelly and she innocently was going along with it because they're the white coat experts who went to school for it. Like what you mm-hmm. don't realize is a lot of these white coat experts that went to school for it can be just as compartmentalized as anybody else, mm-hmm. right? You got to really, really, really vet your doctors and yeah, they may they be nice people, anymore. but they they may not look look. when I asked my doctor, my son's pediatrician, who is a, is a guitar player and friend, I got special treatment because of the music, musician thing with him I had back, he said i had backstage access so i could call him anytime for anything no matter what and he would help me out because i helped him get many gigs and he was cool with me like that but um when i asked him i was like i was like hey man why so many shots at such a young age and he said i i, I don't know I, hmm. and I said well then it's a business decision and we're not going to do it he said okay didn't care but, he, you know, because I do advocate for him, you know, maybe for this or that. And I think I would like to see him get this and that. I was like, well, why so many so soon? Can he get them at any time, any age? Is there a reason why you can't get them at 12 or 15 or 20? He's like, no. I was like, well, why would they give them so many at such a young age when they're so small? You mm-hmm. know, said, I, I don't know. He had, no qu- he had no answers. This is a smart yeah, don't man. Have any answers. This is a smart man. This is not a dumbass. This is somebody I like. Because they told you know? us to, because they set the yeah. schedule. Who's they?
0: Like and that one question. They?
1: Where'd they get their research? That one question, as far as I know, may have set him on a different, in a different direction mm-hmm. about things. May have set him into a research thing. He's, you know what? I should know these questions when my patients ask, mm-hmm. him, uh, ask me, you know, I, I don't know. Cause we didn't, we didn't have him much longer after that. Cause you know, he was for the little babies, but um. Mm-hmm. But you know that was how I made the decisions. I was like, it's a business decision. Then they're just trying to jam as much of that shit into my kid as they can to make money somewhere down the line. Because obviously, you know, insurance covers a lot of it, so it doesn't seem like it's a lot of money to us. It's a mo- kind of like a money laundering thing where you you pay for the mm-hmm. insurance, the insurance pays for the big dollars for this stuff, right? And then they, the big co- companies, get the big dollars, and it's it's a big it's a partnership of some kind, you know. So, anyways, mm-hmm. um, that's what I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my, my my contribution for today. Shelly, I'm glad that you're um you're you're stepping into health and wellness for real in a real I way know. and and I'm I'm happy that uh we did that yesterday and that we found that you don't need most of that stuff and that you're going to be just fine because I think it's going to speed up your recovery and and get you up and hopping around and going on adventures before you know it. I hope so. So, we'll see
0: and um, that's what we're shooting for. And like Rabbit said, I'm just, I'm I'm lucky to have you because I would not have done that on my own. It wouldn't have even occurred to me. So I thank you for that. Uh, They were financially incentivized to overprescribe opioids for pain, even when not necessarily the addictive characteristic was known to the producers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They all knew. That's why they didn't take it. There you go. And I turned down opioids a year ago. The doctor was very like, here, just take that. No, I don't want that. It's like, well, then I don't know what to give you. Okay, then Tylenol it is. It's <laughs> like, all right.
1: But you have to go to work. Yep. Like, I got. Yeah, I have late meetings today, but I still want to do some stuff before then. I'm going to get oh, okay. going and change my, I my frame. I look still will be different. listening. No, no, I, I have a, a later meeting today. and I, I didn't have my 9 a.m. Sorry. today. So, um. But yeah, there's some stuff I want to go and do beforehand, and uh, some other things I want to look into. So, um, but I'll be, I'll be listening in the background and, and watching, uh, watching out for um, any kind of any kind of ruckuses or anything like that. But anyway, <laughs> 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 but they, they, don't, they don't come around here no more. All
0: no, right, hey guys, one's got my
1: back. I'll be I'll be back Saturday night. I got strategic eyes on at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eastern. Yeah, he's awesome dude, man. I can't wait. He's got a whole crowd too that, over there. Hopefully they come and, mm-hmm. and they, they join us. But um it's gonna be fun. I like him a lot and we're gonna have a great conversation and I will ask some questions and I want you guys to ha- have some questions for him too. How often do you get to have a police officer on that you can just ask questions about? He does more than that. He's he he chases down some seriously bad guys now, the the ones that hurt your children. So um yes. You know, that's that's some of the stuff I'm gonna ask him about too. I'm gonna uh we're gonna we will see. It's gonna go good places, I guarantee you that. But anyways, guys, um Shelly, thank you so much. Have a great day, darling. Thank and you. I'll talk to you. till next time, y'all. Keep on winning. This
0: is a friendship that'll never ever end. He's adorable, isn't he? But, yeah, that's basically what it came down to. Like, he just, he was irate over the things that I was taking. And we went through them one at a time. And, you know, we've had talks about, like, the organic food. And trust me, I fought him on every, like, everyone. I don't want to spend that money. Oh, this is just fine. Yeah, we've been doing this the whole time because I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn. And eventually he he wins all the arguments. It's It's fine. It is what it is. <laughs> um i saw something i lost my mouse oh my goodness that lady wrote wait i want to go back um lady awesome said when my oldest was in kindergarten her teacher insisted she had adhd and i went round and round with her till she got a phd don't come to me diagnosing my six-year-old and that's the thing like teachers are not allowed it's specifically in Every state's, you know, like bylaws or whatever. Teachers are not allowed to even suggest diagnoses. They could say, well, they have quite a few check marks for this. I'm not saying they have it. I'm just saying that these are their behaviors. These are their, you know, like their baseline leads them here. They can say something like that. But then if you say no, they can't keep bringing it up. It's harassment and it's infringing on the child's, you know, um, raising. Like they're not supposed to bring up any kind of like medical diagnoses. They're not supposed to make guesses. It's not their place. And for some reason, like a lot of teachers have stepped out of this place and done these things. Um, it's 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 just it's it's so much. Um, she said, "My oldest is around T Rex's age." With Connor, they had put Connor on Clonidine when he was in um, kindergarten to get him talking because his mind was so full of thoughts, he couldn't pick one. Between the Asperger's and the ADHD, they were butting heads and he was getting really aggressive because he couldn't talk. You know, he couldn't pick anything to say because there was too much to say. And they put him on this, and yes, he was talking, but he also, like, he was, what, 40 pounds in, like, second grade? And then they put him on um, this other thing, like, to make him sleep, because the clonidine was like, (laughs) no. Um, And they were the two pills together. I can't even remember what the hell it was called. And he gained weight so fast. So fast. He was ravenous on these pills. And I mean, he gained like, I'd say like 30, 40 pounds in maybe a month. And I insisted they take him out and then no, 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 he can't, he can't, he can't. And it came down to, you will keep him on these pills or we have to contact like CPS. And I was like, are you kidding? So he stayed on the pills because that's how they threaten you. That's how they get you to do whatever. Um... I've noticed your child is a boy and I highly recommend ADHD medication. Yeah, my son was on Adderall. He was on Abilify, and he, which is for bipolar, which he does not have. And you also are supposed to check that every three months when you first start taking it to do a blood test to see how it's affecting the blood. And uh, <laughs> they never did that. I didn't even know that was a thing. And they also gave him um, Zoloft. High doses of Zoloft in the beginning. And I was like, that's way too much. Like he, I can't give, I couldn't in good conscience give him that. I said, we'll start at the lowest and work our way up. And so we start on low doses of each one. The, The Adderall he kept, it was five milligrams three times a day. I gave it to him in the morning before he went to school and the school gave it to him at lunchtime and I didn't give him the afternoon dose because he was home and didn't freaking need to concentrate with the drug. Like he could do it just on his own. It was his his house. He was comfortable there. T-Rex, good morning, good day. Hello, 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 So you just woke up, that's great. I feel like I just woke up too. King said I was literally a zombie on the the Dalton pain meds that they first had me on. Oh yeah, they they like to hit you with the hard stuff first. It's so weird. Nobody starts like gradual. They're like, oh no, you have to hit them with the big dose. And it's like, no, I'm I'm good. Don't make me silly. Um, and then they took him off the Zoloft because it wasn't working for him and then they put him back on the zoloft because the other thing that they gave him wasn't working for him. So it was just like all right so he's taking these medications for things he doesn't have. Once we went into the, like the lockdown he didn't need the Adderall so that I didn't even bother filling that script. And for the the zoloft and the abilify they they weren't doing anything except, you know, just making him hungry all the time. And really, really lazy. Like, he would just, like, not want to do anything. Um, And when he did have a meltdown, he had a huge meltdown. Because he couldn't regulate his own emotions. Because these pills had control over everything he was doing and feeling. So I gradually removed one. Then I removed the other. And then I removed the other. And I made sure he was home with me the entire time. So I watched for whatever, you know, reactions he might have. And he just got better and better. And we would have days where he'd be, he'd have like a meltdown. But he'd be able to bring it back so fast. Like he, as long as I could reason with him and I didn't lose my cool, he was fine. And now it's been over a year since he's had any medicine at all besides like the occasional Tylenol. Because I don't know why my son can sleep on a wall, face first on a wall with his lower body on the bed. And it's just like, how do you sleep like that? How are you comfortable? And then he'll wake up and be like, my back hurts. I wonder why. Like, it's like, I wonder why. Uh, T Rex said, my parents made me take the meds till the day I was 18, 180 milligrams, um, not metadata. C D, whatever, I don't know that it basically Ritalin or Adderall, uh, Stratera and a myriad of other antidepressant mood stabilizers. I was on them since I was five. My parents said you can stop on your 18th birthday, and I did. They're louded. Yeah. I, sorry. Uh Lady Awesome said y- i can, yep, however, my oldest is a girl. And after much research, I got her into a dyslexic research study at Middle Tennessee State University. And that helped so much. She wasn't ADHD. She was dyslexic. You know, there's so many kids that were in my classes that they would say, oh, they have ADHD. And instead, they did all have learning disabilities, like every one of them. So, of course, they're not engaged. Of course, they can't focus because it's gibberish to them and it makes them feel stupid. And then they feel all the other emotions like shame and whatever. And then they're mad, you know, and I get that. I get that the misdiagnoses are crazy. Absolutely crazy. Because right away they think, oh, you know, they're hyper. I don't know any kids that aren't hyper. Occasionally you get one like Katie that's like, yeah, no, I'm chill. She was always just very chill. She didn't care. You know, I, but I never had kids that didn't jump around and talk, you know, inappropriately, like out of place, not inappropriate speech, but like inappropriate timing, you know? Yes. Kids have a hard time taking turns. That's why you teach them. That's why you practice. That's why you model the behavior they you want them to adopt like they can't just do things I always say what do you think I was born with the knowledge like it's the same thing with kids they're not born knowing how to do things that's up to us to teach them and if we don't teach them correctly we have to go back and untrain them and retrain them a pill is not going to do it it took me years and years to figure out that they're just pumping my son full of all this crap I don't know who this kid is without these pills. And so I got to know him. Is he a pain in my ass? Absolutely. Every second of every day. Do I love him more than life? Absolutely. Every second, every day. But the kid that I deal with now is my kid. You know, he's not hopped up on anything. I was lucky that Katie had a problem taking meds because her brain well it changes the interpretation of the drug it changes its purpose you know if she takes a pill for like i don't know diarrhea she'll wind up with worse diarrhea because her brain goes the opposite it doesn't matter what the pill is made of whatever her brain determines and sends as a signal to her lower extremities anything below her diaphragm her body interprets differently that it fires synapses fired differently there's a bump in her messaging system that makes it's like a pinball machine instead of the message going straight through it hits the bumpers and now it's bing 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 until it gets to the end that's just the way it works it can't be fixed it can't be treated the only thing is as she gets older it's not as predominant It still mismanages or mismessages, I should say, all her meds. So she's not on any. But as far as like for her, her processing is better than it was before. You know, she's she's able to feel a few more things than she felt before. But she's still not, you know, where she should be. Not even close. And I don't know that she'll ever be, but we'll keep working in that direction. You know, changing the food around here, maybe that'll help. You know, maybe changing my environment is going to help them. So they get out more, you know, they're in more natural environment. They're in cleaner air, you know, they're able to get out and experience just things that help them in life, things that add to who they are. Staying home with me, that's not doing anything for them. And they can't go out in this town because it's too goddamn crowded and it moves too fast. And it's just too much for them. You know, I grew up in this town and look, look at how I turned out. I turned out tough and always talking crap. And it's like, you want to fight? You want that? I don't want my kids to be hard like me. I don't even want to be like this tough sound that I don't. Like, maybe in my 20s it was cool, but dude, I'm like, I'm way too old for this shit. You know, you want to argue, we'll argue until the cows come home. But I, d- I don't want to fight you. I could, but I don't want to. That's a lot of energy that I would rather keep to myself. Like, I have uses for that energy, and they don't involve you. Uh Yep, they got rid of those now. Shop classes don't help you become a good little factory worker. That's true. That's true. King said, I don't know how boys don't go crazy in school now. Well, that's the whole thing for homeschooling. I couldn't. His anxiety was through the roof. It was unbelievable the anxiety he had. He doesn't have that. Like now he... He'll like say, oh, well, I'm nervous. I'm like, well, that's fine. You could still be nervous, but you still got to go do it. Like, go go do it. And they're like, I, I push him to go do it. And if I have to, I'll use a little manipulation because I'm a parent and I could do that. Um, lady, autumn. Yep. I took the technical route in high school, the hands-on like shop, small engine class, and it kept me from feeling like a dumbass, dealt like a dumbass failure because I didn't excel in regular classes. Uh, King said when he went to high school he made sure he had at least one shop class every single semester or a cooking class Jacob I like the point you made about your son shall not many people recognize the dependency neurological medication creates it's not the same addiction as say opioids they create an inability to regulate emotion because the beds have done it for so long the brain forgets for lack of a better word you have to train children to self-regulate. That was the whole point of like tools of the mind. When I when I was in kindergarten, we started off with this program called tools of the mind. And it was all about scaffolding. You scaffold a child from one skill to the next. You start at the base and you go up. If they need to go back, you go back. There's no shame in it. You go back, you master that step, you move on to the next one. And every child was allowed to be at a different stage but what they all participated in was activities that promoted self-regulation they promoted self-awareness they promoted use your words not your hands they promoted all these things to make these children more autonomous more regulated within themselves so that they had control of themselves because that's one of the problems that little kids have and adults don't realize it they're not defiant they want control over something because they don't get control all their decisions are made for them whether they like it or not you know and you just what what do we used to get told you know if we say well why do I have to do that because I said so that worked on my generation because I said so was valid enough and sure enough as I got older that was Pretty much what I went with my whole life. You know, the doctor said to take this. Why? Because I said so. Okay. Like that was because I learned to just not ask the questions. I learned, you know, growing up, I know better than you. I'm not going to answer you. You don't deserve the answers because you won't understand it. Just do as you're told. And that's what I did. I obeyed. Now I obeyed all the wrong people does that not strike you as weird they taught me to obey the professionals in life but not the people that loved me not the people that i trusted so okay so it's it's terrible to have obey in your wedding vows that's what they say but it's fine for you to blindly obey these people who don't know you from adam don't obey your spouse who's running the house and providing and, you know, they're you run everything within the house, but they provide the house. They provide the means for you to do that. They provide, you know, the security, the safety, the consistency. You know, they're there. They're there for you. They're there for the kids. They're there for a better life. And you're told not not to listen to them girl be your own person you don't have to do what he says you don't have to go along with what he says no i don't have to go along with what a spouse says but obeying yeah i I believe obeying should be in there and i was reading yesterday that they put obey in there because the wife is supposed to obey the husband the way the church is supposed to obey god And the way the priest is supposed to obey the church, which is obeying God. Everybody has, you know, a higher up. So when you're with your spouse, who's responsible for your well-being? You and your spouse. You make decisions together. But if they tell you, don't do this, and you just want to do it just to be stubborn because one of your friends told you you should, who's looking out for your better interest? Is it your spouse? Or is it your, you know, single friend who has no idea what it is to like successfully be married? Who are you going to listen to? The person that loves you or the person who has no idea what you're going through because they, they fucked up their own relationships? Like that's what kills me. When women listen to people who have no success in their relationships. The way I give advice on relationships is don't do what I did like i can't tell you what to do but i can tell you what not to do i can tell you what doesn't work i can tell you what blows up relationships i can tell you how to you know be sneaky i can tell you how to you know be distrustful i can tell you how to trust the wrong people i can tell you how to betray yourself you know i i can tell you all the bad things because i've done them all i've done them all because i didn't have any good examples to follow i had no good advice there was nobody with a successful marriage in my life. Long-term marriages, sure. Successful, no. Like, no. When you're married for 50 plus years and you got a, you know, your husband's got a girlfriend for 40 of them. I don't count that as a success. I just don't. Call me crazy. But, you know, we listen to people who we shouldn't. And then we turn our backs on the people that we should. Who? Who out there has the right to tell you whether you should or should not um, obey your spouse and respect them? Who? Because if you're with somebody, they're supposed to be the complement to you. Their weaknesses are your strengths. Your weaknesses are their strengths. You get better together. They're not going to put you in a place where now there's more work for them you know they're trying to build up something same as you as long as you're on the same page and you have that mutual respect there's no reason why you shouldn't obey like what they say they're not gonna you know oh tie your shoes a certain way do this it's not like micromanaging like that but like the big things like do me a favor don't go to this this section of town you know it's not good you're if you're alone If you go, oh, I can take care of myself, and then you go and get carjacked. Who's at fault? You are. They told you, please don't go down there. Like, and it's not always an order. You know, sometimes it's just they're the final say in a decision, and that's okay. You, you go with that. You know, it's. I I don't understand why people think being submissive is somehow being inferior. Because when you defer to somebody else, you have all the power you had when you didn't defer to them. Because you can still say, I need more information or I don't agree. But what you don't do is you don't do it in public. You don't fracture that that unified front to other people. Because when people see cracks, they are more than happy to take a chisel and a hammer and go let's see how big we can make this you know and they don't even realize sometimes how how they do it but that your spouse should be the one that you can rely on if you pick correctly I mean sometimes we pick wrong you know we've all been there um you're gonna take this yeah feminist I am not a feminist nope not in any way, shape, or form have I ever been a feminist. Even on my worst days. My grandmother, she <laughs> she talked about it. My mother was all, yeah, no, we could do it on our own. Bitch, you have never been without a man. So I don't know where you're coming from. And the same thing with my grandmother. She has never not been without a man. Like She went from high school to marriage. My mother went from high school to marriage. And then she went to another marriage. And then right into another marriage. So it's like, my mother, I figured it out in her entire life, and my mother's gonna be 81. Is she gonna be 81 or 82? She's gonna be 81 in November, has spent a total of two years single since she's 16 years old. Two years. Now she's she's not a raging beauty. Far from it. You've heard my mother. You've met my mother. So it's like I don't, I don't get it. She's not funny. She's not smart. Personality's lacking. Like, she's very needy. Very, like, oh, I didn't know. Like, very damsel and distressy. She's the exact opposite of me. And that was by design. I made sure I was opposite of my mother. But yet, she has been in relationships her entire life. I've spent the last 20 some odd years by myself. Because, fuck it. I got the kids. I just was not good at picking, you know, mates. So I just stopped. Because why? Why bother? And it's... That was stupid on my part. Because I wasted so many years. Where I might have been able... To, you know, have my babies. Like I wanted. You know, I might have been able to have the relationship that I wanted. But it didn't work out for me. And it's fine. Everything has a place in time. Everything happens for a reason. If I had that, I wouldn't have made it here. You know, I wouldn't be here with you guys. Maybe I wouldn't have had the breakthroughs that I've had. Maybe I wouldn't have made it this far. You know, who knows what, what a relationship could have done to me when I was stressing to take care of everything else. But yeah, no, feminism, that's not for me. It's not for me. It never was. I, I want a man to take care of me because I want to take care of him. You know, I don't want ego to get in the way. I don't want pride and stubbornness to play a part in my relationships. I want to be able to say, you know, you, you're my man, and I'm going to take care of you in every way I know how. I will be, you know, a woman for you. I will be soft for you. I will be that place that you can always find safety and peace and love. That place where you can heal yourself, where we can heal each other. That's what I want. And I should never be ashamed of that, that my role is the role of the caregiver. Home and hearth, like that's... That's how I was raised. It's what I'm made for, physically made for. I'm made for the hugs and kisses and the boo-boos and the, you know, feeding you from the heart. You know, trying to make you as strong as you can be, as good as you can be, the best version of you. By giving you the best version of me. And the best version of me happens to be not the one that I put forward to all of you. I'm not tough, but I can play it. I can be tough. I can tune into that masculine energy like nothing. Second nature. It doesn't fit me right, but I'll use it to the best of my ability. But it's not a natural fit for me. I don't want to be there. You know, I've always said I love being a girl. I do I love being a girl. You know, there's certain girly things that I enjoy. I love getting my nails done. Not expensive. It's like 20 bucks when I go get my nails done. But I just love the whole process and the whole like, you know, just, okay, what else can we do? You know, like, all right, let's go get prettied up. I love that. I don't do that because there's nobody to do it for. I would never do it just for me. No, I want to be, you know there with somebody who appreciates you know that I did my hair that day or my nails look cute or you know I don't know I got weird and put on like a toe ring just to you know see if they noticed. little things just little games that you play just attraction games playful little things you know that was always who I was and I never got to be that you know, my, my husband didn't appreciate any kind of gentility on my part. He never opened a door for me. He never pulled out a chair. If he pulled out a chair, he was pulling on a chair so I'd fall, not so that he could, like, you know, help me sit down in a dress or something. Like, there was no accounting for any kind of femininity. I wasn't allowed to be feminine because I had to do his job because he wasn't capable of doing it he couldn't be the man of the house so that had to be me and i I didn't like that i didn't want to do that i've never wanted to do that you think i sit out in life going hey i hope i'm all on my own in this journey raising kids on my own no financial or like you know any kind of like physical support by their fathers you know Nobody in my corner. My family won't talk to me. Yeah, that's that's the isolationist life that I'm choosing. No, that wasn't how I started out. It really wasn't. That's just where I wound up. And it sucks. And I don't like it. Can I change it right now? No. But I'm getting there. You know, my heart opens up a little bit more every day. I feel stronger every day I feel smarter every day because every day is a chance to learn and that's my thing you know I'm learning to not be so abrasive I know it's a very long journey just bear with me Uh, I'm learning that I don't have to be the loudest I don't have to be right all the time. I don't have to be stubborn. I can sit back and go, okay, shut your mouth, open your ear and just listen. Oh Lord. <laughs> Come on. Because I deserve
1: good things. I am entitled to my share of happiness. I refuse to beat myself. Up. I am an attractive person. I am fun to be with
0: because I'm good enough. I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Anyway. Yeah, you better disappear. (laughs) I did not play that. That was the drive by um, Funny King over there. But, yeah, that'll never get old. Jacob, don't forget. I I remember that you're the one that brought that up. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the one that gave him that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will not be forgetting that anytime soon. Just saying. um T Rex says it doesn't even have to be full submission to respect or at least fully consider the opinion of your spouse or your significant other. Like maybe they have an outside perspective that you haven't considered because you really, really want to do the thing. And that's the thing. I'll just. If I really, really want to do something, there's no force in this world that can stop me. I need there to be a force in this world that can stop me. And the only thing that will stop me is someone that I truly trust and that I love. And if they can stop me, then they will. You know, I will give them that power because I know I don't have the ability to stop myself sometimes. I am my worst saboteur. Like I'm my own worst enemy. Um, King said, I've given up on finding someone. Shrugs. Yeah, I did too. I did too for ever. But you don't know what's down the road. You don't know what people add to you. You know, you don't know if something is waiting or if something's around the corner. There's a lot of possibilities open to me now that I've never had because I'm willing to take the risk. I'm willing to be open to them and I'm willing to adapt into my more natural self rather than the things that the world has made me into because I know who I am, but I know who I have to be to survive those are two very different people and it's rare anybody gets to see the other that girl you know it's hard to to show people that it's hard to admit that that's a part of you when everybody looks down on it and i've gotten to the point where i don't give a shit if you look down on it i really don't i don't care if you don't like what i do i don't care if you don't like my decisions you're not living my life. I'm living my life. I'm loving these people. I have to make these decisions. Oh, it was 357? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm sure Jacob did something wrong. <laughs> I'm sure Jacob did something wrong. <laughs> ah, see, he came to your rescue, Jacob. Wasn't that nice? Mm-hmm. Um I can't remember. Oh, you threw Inya and Lass under the bus real quick. They're going to come after you. Let's see, 357. Not a chick. Nope. Not a chick. <laughs> right away, you blame the women, Jacob. Ah, oh, girls, you got to go get him for that. You know, you know what you got to do. You know what you got to do. It's all right. We'll get you. It's all right thank you winning for the correction but we're still gonna get you jacob because you threw our you know our girls under the bus that was not nice and i'm not one for like female solidarity or whatever i just think on my own but mm, that was not nice i'm just giving you it's fine (laughs) you're fine (laughs) i can tell he's like sitting there all nervous like oh shit what did i do you didn't do anything i'm just with you Because I can. <laughs> and I'm just in a really good mood. I'm in a really good mood. It's Friday. It's the end of the week. It has been the longest week for me. And I'm so happy for it. And I'm so grateful. And you dang, gotta work cold. Miss something funny. You missed, um Jacob throwing you and um lady awesome under the bus for saying something about um i don't even remember what i'm blaming him for what was i yelling at you for see it's obviously it's not that important what was it damn it oh for the stupid it was for the the i am special kind of like whatever it was that damn clip that freaking winning made uh, i can't like he just did a drive-by dropped it and left so that i couldn't yell at him You pain in the neck yeah you are a pain in the neck no you didn't say it 357 said it it was the whole you know the, what? what's his name Stuart whatever I forget what his fucking name is. The Saturday Night Live skit. I'm not playing it again, so you can just suck it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm sure one of the little Keebler elves will just pop in and friggin' do it at some point, like you did before. But no, I'm not doing it, so you can move on. But um, no, it's just, it's been, I'm just so happy. It's disgusting like how good I feel. And I know I still have like all that stuff in my system, but the fact that I made a decision to move away from it, finally, that's got me over the moon. It really does. Cause I've made so many good decisions this week. I should have decision fatigue, but luckily I have help. So I don't. Stuart Smalley. There you go. Thank you so much. Kings. Mm Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> fuck anyway yes god's on it people like me like i can't <laughs> i really he looks i gotta find my yearbook because we had a religion teacher called mr uri and he was let's go let's get together ladies what are you doing ladies what's going on let's everyone have a seat please I will not shout you will not get my blood pressure up like he was very like very prissy and was the big bubble butt and it was always sticking out and he had the cardigan every day and it was always like the v-neck sweater or the v-neck cardigan and the two fingers together as he spoke and he just he had that little list. I was just like, <laughs> and I never thought of it. And when I saw that SNL skit the first time, I was like, oh, my God, holy shit. Somebody had Mr. Human Teacher because they made him into a character. I swear to God, it's him right down to the haircut, right down to the haircut. The only thing he's missing is the glasses. Like, that's the only thing. And I mean, sometimes Mr. You took the glasses off, but I mean, this guy was like Mr. Priss and he was just such a goody tissues and just, you're just everything's so wonderful, so wonderful. And that's what that reminds me of. So to see my face on that is very like, really? like (laughs) I'm ready to fight winning at this point. But um, lady, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. Al Franken was hysterical. I mean I think he's more aesthetical as a politician, but still, you know, like he's Minnesota, right? Like he's a politician from Minnesota. Is that where he's at? Or he was? I don't or Michigan or Wisconsin. I don't know. One of those three upper states. One of the toes of the foot. Um, please make sure that stopping any of them suddenly won't cause seizures or worse, if you're stopping medications. No, so the anti-seizure medication is the gabapentin which like I said they bumped me from 300 a day to 900 a day and it made me crazy and it really like I it felt like my brain wasn't connected to the rest of my body and then they brought it down to two a day so it's 600 milligrams a day again felt like I was disconnected from my body couldn't control my speech I was like I had temporary Tourette's but my Tourette's instead of barking out a curse I would bark out a you know like 15 minute diatribe about chickens like and know nothing that I was talking about chickens in court and there was always chickens I don't know what what that was about um but yeah so then when I came home the two was still too much I could I could not concentrate So I bumped it down to the one to 300 milligrams. And I did that one, two, three, no adverse effects or anything. So then I would only get the occasional like disconnect. And now I have two days with three quarters of a pill each because they're the powder. So I was able to open them up and like pour powder out and make smaller doses so there's two days that are three quarter pills. There's the next two days are half pills and the next two days, no, three days after that are quarter pills and then nothing. So we'll see what that does. You know, I stopped the effects I stopped the Lipitor. Um, they'll be out of my system pretty soon. The effects it doesn't really maintain like a level. It's it's not good. But I mean all these things that they gave me for depression caused me to be more depressed. All these things that they gave me for you know, unaliving ideation increased my susceptibility to lows that bring on unaliving ideation you know it almost became compulsive where i would sit there and go just don't don't talk to anybody don't touch anything don't move because i was like the the temptation was there and of course the more gabapentin they prescribed the more i had left over and i'm sitting there with all these ideas looking at these pills going yeah that'll do it and i did my research I am nothing if not thorough. I didn't research the things when I was taking them, but I researched what they do to me if I took certain dosages. I worked it out for each and every pill I have. I worked it out for combinations. And it was dangerous. It was a dangerous place to put me. Because when things get bad for me, we discussed it with the you know, the complex PTSD. I've always had catastrophic thinking. My entire body is wired that way because it started so young with the abuse and witnessing abuse and always being in a chaotic, you know, conflict riddled, tumultuous household where there was no safety and hypervigilance from the day you're born is not good for your nervous system. It's not, you know, so I was hardwired from birth differently than people who don't have all those traumas. And everything to me, I have to think of the worst case scenario because I have to be prepared for it. But the other side of that coin is I'm thinking of the worst case scenario. That seems to me like an inevitability. Like it's just a matter of time before I reach that spot. So all my hope was gone. You know, like I didn't, I didn't hope for a better future. I just hoped to be alive long enough to raise my kids. After that, I was like, eh. What did I have to live for? plenty apparently, but I couldn't see any of that because it didn't, it didn't register as mattering anymore. All these pills have helped me become so apathetic. You know, I used to have passions. I could not stop reading and writing stories and writing poetry and writing songs and painting and sculpting and all these different things i mean i i loved cooking and baking and having a you know comfortable house where everybody was welcome everybody felt at home and i slowly but surely lost every bit of enthusiasm i had for anything to the point where just breathing was too much effort you know and it's just a lot of those pills, I feel like they they pointed me in the wrong direction. And they said, here, you know, we know you're sad, but take this. You're not going to be any less sad, but you'll be quiet. You know, and you'll sleep a lot. So that's good, because if you're sleeping, you're not going to do the other thing. But my brain goes, ooh, these make me sleep. I wonder what a bunch of them will do. Because There's a scientist that lives inside my brain and who better to experiment on than me? I wouldn't do it to anybody else. But my life has always been negligible for me. Valueless. My life existed to take care of other people. I wasn't one of those people. And now I am. Because the only way I can be there for the people that I love is to be here. And I'm doing them a disservice if I give them a shitty version of me. Am I always going to have some issues? Of course, everybody does. But I want to be strong. I want to be me. I want to be valuable in this scenario. You know, I don't want to be overlooked because, oh, she's crazy. When you talk about it like it like it's nothing, you come across as crazy. Um Jacob said unalive never rolls off the tongue right for me. It just call it taking the sewer slide. Oh. Sewer slide. I never heard of that. And inumers rolls off the tongue so much easier. Yeah, I don't have a problem with unaliving. That that comes out like nothing. Um And you said, if I ever get there again, I'm going to say sewer slide until I laugh. Thanks, Jacob. There you go. All right. I'm going to fire my stream up and do some wood carving. Have a good stream. Shelly, thank you, King. Thank you for stopping by and hanging out. I really appreciate it. I'm going to be wrapping up in a few minutes. But yeah, no, I unaliving was an option for me. It was a favorable option in my eyes. And that's not, it's not healthy, it's not helping. It's just quitting, and I've never been a quitter. I don't lose. I don't. Even if I have to change my mind to, you know, go along with something, I'll change my mind because it's the better option. It's the smarter option. I won't change it just to please somebody. But you can convince me of things. I could be convinced if you care, I'll listen. If I think you have any kind of like dubious intentions, I'm going to shut you right down. And the decisions that I've been making lately, I think are really good. You know, I'm proud to have people in my corner who are willing to say, hey, dopey, you know, maybe this isn't a good thing for you. How about we look at this? You know, I have people who sit here and chat and listen to me just go on and on and on. But this is all like, this is what it comes down to. Houston, we have a problem. We have a problem because you're trying to control me. And I don't even know how to control me. So why would I think you have my best intentions in mind? It's time for me to take control back. And I think a lot of us gave up a lot of personal control. When things got scary, you know, gave them up to governments, gave them up to, you know, relatives, gave them up to different like medical practices that were supposed to help us and didn't. And now I want that control back. I want to strengthen myself in every way I can mentally, you know, emotionally. Physically, spiritually, like even intellectually, there's so much for me to learn. Like, I know I'm smart, but there's so many things I am completely ignorant of. When he used a really nice word, he was like, Oh, I was innocent of it. I was ignorant of it. I mean, granted, I like it when he says I'm innocent in the thing because nobody ever says I'm innocent. <laughs> but. <clears throat> where's the lie you know I didn't know any of that and I didn't have even like a clue about it like I told you you know you want to see me piss them off yeah <laughs> I drink nothing with tap water I cook with tap water the cats drink tap water the kids drink tap water all of us drink tap water but I drink well over a gallon of it a day I love my water but I use flavor drops, so I don't know what it tastes like. And I knew he was going to be mm. you know, because he's told me before about the filter system and I just, I just don't have, I didn't have the money. And I, I have a filter for my sink. My son still has not, you know, installed it. I don't have the arm strength right now to do it because I would have done it one, two, three when it came, but I can't, I can't hold the. Like it hurts to hold the wrench and everything else. Um, same, but I thought we needed fluoride. Oops, that's what I thought. I really did think that. They were like, oh, fluoride, it strengthens your teeth. Okay, so now <laughs> I figured, okay, like I'm doing my part for my teeth, whatever. Nope, my, that did not, oh, geez. he's. <laughs> <laughs> winning just threw up the the link for the filtration system that he uses the gravity filters so it's pro one usa.com pin it ill boss i have something that says put user in time out i could do that Ah. <laughs> I gotta go in through, some, gotta be kidding me. Why won't it let me pin it from here? That's it's weird. All right, I have to go in through the other, damn it. Oh, no, I'm signed out of YouTube. Okay, that's right. I can't pin it. Because I am logged out of YouTube. Isn't that nice? Um ultimate schizo button pushed. For what? <laughs> he loves to just bark orders. It's like yes, okay. Yes, master. What is thy bidding, my master? I could be very Darth Vader about it. Um Yeah, isn't that a wild ass psyop at winning? Mm-hmm. Wasn't in the 70s. Fluoride was classified as a toxin. She said, whoa, that's expensive. Yeah, he said he's going to go get an affiliate program going so you can offer discounts. That's what you should do. She said, how do you start a fundraiser? Good girl. <laughs> anyway. Um... what's your health worth see these are the kind of questions you want to like punch him for because you don't really have an answer that is going to stand up to him saying hmm? "Hmm, he doesn't even have to give you an answer he just gives you the question it sucks my whole life yeah they lied to me about everything my whole life did it not like i started wondering about the fluoride because at the dentist they would do the fluoride treatment on my teeth and whatever to you know make my teeth better because like I said I have fractures I have hairline fractures in my teeth because I got hit a lot you know not just with fists so yeah my teeth took the brunt of it um not any of my front teeth they're all fine but my my molars you know the things responsible for things like chewing yeah he he fucked that up so I would go for fluoride treatments, which were supposed to, you know, make them stronger. I would get sealants put on to make them, you know, like stronger. They would put extra enamel and everything on to make them stronger. But the only thing they made sure I did not swallow was the damn fluoride. And say, spit it all up, make sure, rinse your mouth that good. No, rinse your mouth that good. Do not swallow that. It was like, okay, but i had like the metal shavings from like the the fillings i was swallowing those like crazy and they they were fine with that but the fluoride absolutely not like they actually used a dental dam at one point so that i would not swallow and they were like that sucky thing was like right and i was just like why are they so like paranoid over this shit well we just don't want it to mess up the tooth and i bought that story so it's like whatever um in your mirrors say good girl and all the panties get wet thanks yep and he knows it too he knows he knows Hmm. you call me a good girl and i will follow you anywhere like it's just like <laughs> it's yeah no um in your mirrors like santa and the eastern bunny they've been lying to us our whole lives i know i know t-rex pays zero in property tax he could afford it that's true that's true he recently had to learned the way of the body armor edge <laughs> winning is determined to make us all better how dare he what a monster i could see how everybody's got a hard time with him because god help him why would you want to improve us how dare you rude yeah that's the whole thing and people give them shit about it it's like alright whatever what Santa and the Easter Bunny aren't real holy shit <laughs> that's bullshit we saw Santa the other night talking about aliens and I'm pretty sure that was um, Mother Goose with him he just changed his na- name to Drake it was all on winning stream Wednesday night unveiling reality you know it's all about drake if he's not santa i don't know who is he looks like santa and that chick that was like flirting with him and like ready to like give him a handy she looked like mother goose would look i was waiting to see if her name was trish because if it was that was the bitch that i used to work with they look exactly like but i think all hippies all old hippies, look alike um i felt through the screen you felt the good girl right when he's like good girl and it's just if he was to say it out loud you'd be like oh you'd be in a puddle I'm sure you're in a puddle as it is she said I was working out but stopped a few weeks ago Publix ruined me with their holiday ice cream (laughs) I, I try to stay away from ice cream it's my oh no it's my downfall and my body does not like it it does not my body sees ice cream and goes oh we're gonna put this here we're gonna live oh you want a cone we're gonna put that on your ass yeah (laughs) you like this oh no this we're gonna give you just a little bit extra in your cheeks great it's like whatever um so i try to stay away from ice cream like sherbet is a good thing for me i love sherbet uh but yeah i i i do not allow myself to have ice cream that often And if it is, it's like one of those really tiny mini cones. I'm like,
1: no, that's it. That's all I get.
0: Everyone likes being told they did a good job. I'm personally not into the good boy. (laughs) You know, I don't link shame. I don't link shame. Kink shame. You don't kink shame. You can link shame all you want. Depends on what links you're putting up there. But, you know, the whole, the good girl thing, that whole approval. Oh, Oh, my goodness. You know what it's like to never get approval your whole life and then somebody says you did a good job. Oh, you're a good girl. You're just like, oh, yes, please. And then you can't feel your feet or your legs. It's just like, okay. Like, all right, whatever. And he does that just to fucking make me go, don't do that. (laughs) Because he knows what it does. (laughs) It's funny. These are the games that people play, but these are the fun ones. These are not the malicious games. Because who doesn't want to know? Wait, yes, I do, Shelly. You know that. Yes, I do, Shelly. You know that I punctuation's a thing. Do you ever use it? I don't see it. It's not an effect here. But, and you know, good goddamn well, good girl works just as bad as when you were bad, just as well as when you're bad. Give me a freaking break. Like, if you ever had somebody tell you you were a bad girl, whoo you're like, yes, I am. What are you going to do about it? Lord, I don't know which I like, which I like more, being called a good girl or a bad girl. It's probably a good 50-50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she's like yeah <laughs> uh yes shall i do know about this about not getting enough approval as a young child yeah no um that was actually a joke i don't really give a shit how much approval i got as a kid that's totally separate from the good girl thing the good girl bad girl thing is all about you know like reward and punishment and um i'm here for it <laughs> like <laughs> i will earn my reward or bitch i will earn my punishment but either way i want both so it's just fun it's just a fun way to like step out of your own head nefl here what the hell does that mean nefl what the fuck nwfl nefl what i feel like i missed something Uh oh, they're talking about freaking where they're from. I don't, what did I have in Kansas? I didn't, we had Publix, but we also had Kroger. I liked Kroger. That's, that was right on the corner, um, outside my apartment complex, like outside my community complex because I didn't have an apartment. I mean it technically was an apartment, but it was fucking huge. It wasn't like here, northwest Florida. There you go. Ah. Northwest that would be country. You country. Are you country in you? Like outpost. I know he's country, but that's without the o. Just saying. I love him to death and I give him crap. We had Kroger in Arkansas. I really liked, I liked Kroger. They had everything that I needed right there. They, the one in my town was open 24 seven. So I could go shopping at three o'clock in the morning. We didn't have Winn Dixie. We had, I don't know that it was Publix or it was something that was a lot like Publix. It might have been Publix, but I can't really remember. It was further down. It was by my um, ex husband's apartment. Because even though I moved there, he kept his apartment, which was a half a mile from mine. Half mile in Kansas is long. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll walk miles around Hoboken. I can go mile, 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 mile. But there, no. Like you walk a half mile, you're afraid like somebody's going to snatch you off the street. And you're just because you never see people a public in Kansas as far as I know they only go up to and it was Pete it was pub something and I can't remember what it was I lived in Shawnee Mission in Overland Park in Kansas so it was right outside Kansas City so I had a lot of stuff by me like I had um, Costco was by me I had Sam's Club I had Walmart they were all surrounding me so I never had to go very far to go shopping. And I don't like shopping, which is why I used to go at three o'clock in the fucking morning. Yeah, you know, they didn't have giant eagle over there. I can't remember. Rabbit would know. Because Rabbit knows the, the things. I don't remember. It was over 20 years ago. So it's like meh. But yeah, no, I mean we had. We had a lot of fucking options. Like, I didn't have to buy beef. We just bought a half a cow or a quarter of a cow. You know, when my in-laws gave me all that money, I was like, what is all that? Oh, it's your quarter of a cow. Like, what? I had to buy another friggin' freezer. It was like, okay. But it was amazing meat. You know, I granted, I had to pay astronomical amounts for fish, Like any kind of fish that came from an ocean, but you know, it was, it was worth it to have everything else. You know, like the vegetables were amazing. The fruit that I got was just, oh my God, it was amazing. And most of it I got from farmers markets and stuff like that. I didn't go to the regular market for that. And it's different here. When you go to a farmer's market here, you're paying five, six times what you're paying in a supermarket. I can't afford that. A Publix in Kansas. I'm sure it was Shell. What are you talking about? I'm born and raised in Texas and Arkansas. I'm born and raised in Jersey. We have A&P, Foodtown, Pathmark, ShopRite. We have Seatown, uh, which is where you go for the really cheap meat. Um, I could go to Seatown, spend $20, and leave with like eight bags of groceries. But I don't know what the fuck is in them. I don't know how old they are. <laughs> I don't know what they've been through. Amazing meat. Listen, okay? I haven't had a whole lot of amazing meat in the past. I really haven't. If you met my exes, you'd realize how true that statement is. But there's always hope for the future. Hopefully I'll turn fully organic and, you know, we'll just leave it at that. Um, and protein always follows the, the meat. I like meat that's full of protein, especially when I get it. Having said that, it is 11-12 and I have other shit that I need to do and I have to make a couple uh, phone calls. Which are timely, unfortunately. In your my stepdad came to visit from Missouri. He was shocked at how good our vegetables and fruit were. I think he took way too much home. I mean, Missouri, it's, they were fine. I mean, Texas has the best meat. Even McDonald's is better there. I don't doubt it. T-Rex, it's my sister's 25th birthday today. Happy birthday, Miranda. Happy birthday from your brother. Should we do a toast? Let's see. We'll we'll pull a rackets. You ready? Okay. So everybody like get your coffee. Uh, to T-Rex's sister Miranda on her 25th birthday. May you meet only people who add to your life and do not take away. May they only add positivity to your life. You are just beginning. Enjoy it. Be awestruck as often as possible and see as much as you can. Don't limit yourself and keep your heart and your mind and your ears open and your mouth shut. You'll learn so much more in life that way. So cheers to you on your 25th birthday. You have a wonderful brother. I'm very happy for you. Enjoy. There you go. That was Rackets Worthy. Uh, not too early for a drink it's almost noon no 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 <laughs> no no i don't drink so me having a drink in that regard is that's not going to happen i have enough addictions thank you very much i don't need to add to the things killing me as i light my cigarette because i don't give a shit but whatever eventually that's got to go too but i mean like one shit at a time like you take it. I'm getting rid of all the comfort things that I have and replacing them. So everything will be replaced at some point. Anyway, so thank you, T-Rex, for the super chat and happy birthday to your sister Miranda. I hope she enjoys it. Um. And I guess that's that's it for today. Just make sure. Um. I might do a stream early saturday i'm not entirely sure so don't don't count on it i'm hoping maybe to have like a girl stream with um caitlin and maybe invite a couple other girls around just to hang out and like chill um and sunday sunday i will be on winning realities channel sunday night for the old school watch party sunday and like he said, we'll be looking at documentaries for GMOs. We'll be looking at documentaries for the seeds of death. Um, we'll be looking into like the water stuff, everything. So everything he talked about for 45 minutes, <laughs> he gets to rant about on Sunday. And trust me, you want to be there for it because his rants are a thing of beauty. I, As long as I'm not in his way, I love seeing him riled up. So it's dead sexy. You'll love it. It's hot. So just come on, give us a visit on Sunday and learn a bit about what you're putting in your body. You know, learn about the water and the food and what they're doing and how far we came when we were fighting it before. And then what happened? Like, what do these companies stand to gain? What direction are they pushing us in? Who's buying this? Who's, you know, like trying to do away with that? We're going to go into all of it. Uh, We should hang in the Discord channel sometime soon. I'm not YouTube friendly. (laughs) Girl, you met me. Do you really think that I'm YouTube friendly? I know that bot's like this bitch. (laughs) I can't with her. It's like, all right, we're going to spank you eventually. I like getting spanked. It's okay. So anyway, Sunday, Sunday night, I believe it's, I want to say 7. 30, 8 o'clock around there trust me the posts will go out check the discord we put them on like every single discord i put them in locals it's on my twitter if you are not a follower on my twitter please go to twitter and follow me so that when i send out these links you know you'll get them because i'll you know if you follow me i'll follow you back so that's how it works um It's Friday. Everybody enjoy. Go out, get something you know really, really good for you to eat. Some nice little treat that you've been waiting on. Treat yourself well because you're the only you you get. You know, and you matter to other people whether you think you do or not. So get out there and go do what you're supposed to do and take care of you. And until then... Good luck. We're all counting on you. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play it only because it'll make him happy, and bye.
1: I deserve good things. I am entitled to my share of happiness. I refuse to beat myself up. I am an attractive person. I am fun to be with. Because I'm good enough,
0: I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me.